We are here to talk about Love Happy Valentine's Day, people. I hope you all had a good one. Especially those people that are lonely on Valentine's Day. The lonely Valentine's. The lonely Valentine's. Who were they? Lost on a hill somewhere. Aren't they a band? Apparently so. You are Lost Hills now, right? Wait, Jared Jared recognises it because Ben Jenkins is in the lonely Valentine's Nah, I recognised it because you're in it. <laughs> no, <laughs> Are you called Lost Hills now? Is that right? Yeah, yeah. yeah there you go. There's Get a book. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we are talking about our link in top, description. Our top ten romance movies. It's a little bit of an awkward one. Some of them are probably going to be debatable, Kieran. Um, some of them are probably going to be okay. I'm- I'm the only one here that's not in a relationship, so <laughs> they are. So he's like, my romance films is High School Musical. <laughs> no, my romance films are just like, yeah, High School no, Musical. There's, a film, uh, there's, a, there's actually a song that describes like this list. What is love? Well, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's kind of an awkward one because everybody has different <laughs> takes on what is a romance movie. So it's it's going to be a bit of a strange one, I'm sure. Um, whether we're going to have an outright winner or not, I don't know. Jamie, can you look on IMDb for a moment? And this could change my whole list. Is The Room a romance? Oh my god. <laughs> I can see that. Uh, drama. Oh, Just so drama. Romance. Nothing else. Not oh. even a comedy. <laughs> <laughs> That's a <romance. laughs> What's a story, Mark? <laughs> <laughs> I, oh. I like how debating you were to put that on a top. Ten at romance films of all time. I wonder what dude's doing now. Turning me apart, Lisa. They did a film last year. Did they they do a film like two years ago together for the first time? Tommy Wiseau and Greg. No, they did the best friends or whatever it was called. Best fiends. Oh yeah, no, it's like best fiends. Best fiends, but the R was like in brackets. But we're going off topic. It's nice so Like we always do. As we always do. We will start off with Mr. Lonely Valentine himself to start uh, off the romance list. So I've played it safe on this list because I thought like I'm tired of just throwing Empire Strikes back as number one on every fucking list. <laughs> um and uh Tim Brad, not love. There's no uh, there's no anime films whisper of the hearts not on it it just feels weird doing this list because there's so many films like jamie was saying about like that aren't actually it just doesn't get the credit yeah you're right princess bride like i was saying before it doesn't feel right to put that film on it um so i'm going to do run through some honorable mentions also like princess bride moon knight at moon knight moon (laughs) moonlight (laughs) moonlight is moonlight a romance I mean, like, that was another one where I thought, like, nah. Yeah, he it... loves that person at the end of the film. No, but yeah, no, and uh, Vertigo as well. I was thinking, like, mm, it isn't, it isn't. Moonlight says drama, Kevin. Don't worry, it's not going on the list. <laughs> so I'll run The free. real winner from that Oscars will be on the list. Don't worry. <laughs> um, Two Night Sand, The Big Sick, Bridget Jones, What If, Celeste and Jesse Forever, Princess Diaries, about time, the holiday, serendipity. Just throwing everything out. Mercedes Twenty. Mercedes out. <laughs> and Sweet Home Alabama. But my number ten, I just, I purely for the soundtrack, is Submarine. 
Richard Awardy. Yeah. Actually, oh fuck yeah. It's Wait, so... Richard Awardy directed a film. Yeah. Yeah. Submarine. So good. The cast of Submarine is so underrated as well. There's so many like random people in it. Um, really quality sc- story, but. It's just that soundtrack, that six song I, B by Alex Turner. Like, well, I am I am literally going to watch that film. I was, I was, was going <laughs> to say, I totally forgot. The way I remember this film, and this takes me back, is remember a movie called, is it called like Last Rambo or something like that? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. I remember it in the trailers for that, and I remember wanting to watch it for years. Son of Rambo, in it? Yeah. Son of Rambo, yeah, that's But, um... But yeah, Submarine, I totally forgot about that film. It just like, it was really good, but I just totally forgot about it. I've heard this film so many times. I think this is, this, I think this would be in like Niles number one. This is a Niles <laughs> film. Um, so yeah, uh, on to me, some honourable mentions. Again, I wanted to be kind of like, not throw random films in there that I don't think should be on there. Like Mamma Mia is one of my favourite films of all time. Do I class it as a romance film? No, but it says romance I, on IMDb. I would say that's more It's than about marriage and stuff. Other and film. Yeah, but... Um, the whole motivation of the singing is love. Yeah. So, again, I put it as an honourable mention. Also, West Side Story as well. I mean, that is about love, don't worry, but uh, that's on my honourable mention. And Love, Simon, which is a, a brilliant film as well as an honourable mention. But my number 10, it, there's only one film really it could be at number 10. And it's How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Oh, never mind. Oh. How to Lose a Guy in 10 I thought, Days. I thought, it was gonna be, I thought it was going to be 10 Things I Hate About You. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> it would be one of them, wasn't it? How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days is like that's in the middle. Is It's in the middle of that era of like McConaughey doing like... All so these ghosts of girlfriends past and stuff yeah. like that. The like, wedding planner was on the other day and I rewatched it and it was actually really fun. <laughs> I, I watched a Failure to Launch like recently and I was like, how did he do That's so? So Jessica Parker's one. Yeah. yeah. He, he started out like with like contact, things like that, dazed and confused. And then it was just like a million rom coms. And then not, not, and then he's just like, right, I'm gonna get an Academy Award now. I'm gonna get an Emmy. I'm gonna get an Academy Award. Like go for a Tony next. And, yeah. and now he uh, just does podcast for a living. Yeah, yeah. But no um, How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days, one of those films when it first came. I used to watch it all the time. I think it's a great film. Um but yeah, I absolutely love it. And you know, love films. So yeah, Jared, number two. What is your honourable mentions and number Honourable mentions. Uh, I feel like we've all gone down the same route of like, unless you're Kieran, um, that it has to <laughs> really be about love because Forrest Gump, yeah, it's about love, but he, do, he doesn't, like, it's not like Hello. the whole film is built towards love. It's built towards, oh, I played ping pong in China or something, I don't know. It's about his life, isn't it? Yeah, it's not about his life and love is a part of his life, but not like the main motivation of his life. To so, be fair, um, he's sat on a bench going to see Jenny when he's telling his story. And he's got a box of chocolates with him for Jenny. If that's not love, I don't know what is. But, life is yeah, like but Jenny doesn't deserve his love. He, he's <laughs> and he doesn't realise it because of his low IQ. Because so of his low IQ. Just politically correct way of saying. <laughs> okay, right. So, what is your number ten then? 
All right, so, uh, no, I've got honorables. Jesus. Oh, okay, sorry. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. All right, so honorables, 50-50. Uh, Love Actually. I, I'm, I'm sad I didn't get that on the list. Benjamin Button and the greatest love film of all time. But not even in your top ten. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna. Goal the movie. Goal. <laughs> but number ten, I've given it to Brokeback Mountain because I feel like yeah. whenever we think of love, we always think of straight love, and that's just not true because there's this whole like different section of love where like a lot of the population is gay, and a lot of love films that you think of like The Notebook, they're all straight films so i think brought back about in what it actually did Definitely. for gay, yeah. gay love and that it's brilliant because they both got um academy, uh, academy nominations didn't they yeah yes. i think and it was uh angley as well wasn't it so what a, what a champion that heath ledger is god rest his pleasure yeah i love him academy award same, same like with Chadwick Boseman. Chadwick Boseman's dead and he's favourite to win the Academy Award now. So, mm. there you go. So, no, 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 I don't think so, but yeah. Yeah, I don't, yeah. Kevin, um, what is yours? Okay. Let's so, get into these Asian films. Here we go. A lot of shit talking about like, what defines a romance, okay? If we're going on the basis of that love defines a romance, then King Kong is an honourable mention. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he's motivated by love that and gorilla. Romance. It is a romance. Yeah. Um, when Harry Met Sally. Sorry, Aaron. Um, is in there. Uh, submarine. You got mail. Oh my god, you got mail. <laughs> what about uh, come and see? Submarine. I put in there. You say come um, and see then, Aaron. <laughs> come and see. <laughs> Look for what? <laughs> Jesus, you can't say that. Oh. Um. Then we've got. Okay, I'm gonna be into this one. Twilight, <laughs> Twilight. I I do like Twilight, I'm not gonna lie. I'm yes. gonna... see say that Twilight you're on my camera. I love Twilight. Twilight is sick. I really like Twilight. Yeah, and Love Actually know. is on there. But I hope this is higher up in the list as well, or on other people's lists. But I'm gonna have to go with Titanic for number ten. Oh my god, Titanic. Titanic. Wow. Fucking sick. Honest to God. I think people give like that movie kind of a bad rap. Leonardo DiCaprio, charming as hell, really cool character. Kate Winslet, highly relatable in some ways. And, like, you know, I think it's like a genuine. It's one of the first films to kind of make me cry. I'm not even kidding. Like, the ending, like, when that score plays and they're going through, like, the Titanic and it's like what she could have had and shit like that. It's like. Oh, yeah. That becomes a running theme throughout this list for me. <laughs> but, um,. Yeah. But yeah, I generally think that Titanic is a really, it's one of the few romances which is almost like all, also an epic. I guess like an epic movie as well. It's like really kind of jaw-dropping how it was made in 97. 96 technically? But like... Yeah. It was trending on uh, it was trending on Twitter yesterday because someone really? put like, oh my god like, just found out Titanic was filmed in a pool. And someone like we re- re- uh, quote retweeted saying like, "Did you think the whole film was like that's <laughs> like in the middle of the, yeah, the whole <laughs> shit middle of the ocean?" <laughs> that's brilliant. Yeah, to make it realistic as possible. 
We yeah. actually nearly killed Kate Winslet and Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> <laughs> that, the, you know the shot where they put the turbine down and slammed it into the ocean? That was actually real. They're still trying to find the remains from the film and the real Titanic. (laughs) They found the actual iceberg and it it wasn't even Titanic, it was just a cruise ship. That was I like how they slowed down the bit where it fell the um you know, like the master thing, and they slowed it down because they're like, obviously, it must have fell too fast. They're like, ah shit, we've got a slow-mo at this. Yeah, not gonna lie, it was kind of like pretty shit. Like it was like shitty slow-mo. But um but yeah, Titanic's a really cool story. I think it's like one of those films that like it's going to live on for generations and generations. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Okay. They're the top of the highest grossing. Mm. So I have 20 films and uh, <laughs> that's how it's staying. I can't do this. Do you, do you like romance by any <laughs> It's so hard, right? Um, so literally I've just been changing my list while you guys have been talking because it's been bothering me. Um, I was going to completely ignore like sad films and just go with comedy because it's the ones that I love the most but there's things that I can't leave out that I just have to put in so but basically I have a top 20 and I'm just going to tell you 10 of them but I'm going to quickly tell you the other ones because you know what missed uh, out didn't didn't miss out they're all in there but you know I'm just going to say 10 of them really quick (laughs) so um I've just open my word document here um 50 first dates absolutely brilliant so much fun um while you were sleeping i watch it every year it should be in my top 10 but um i know that really there probably are better films um i did have sleep since Seattle in my top 10 again i've just taken that out oh it breaks my heart um i've just added 500 days of summer to my uh um missing out ones jerry Maguire, runaway bride 13 going on 30, 27 dresses. These are all really girly. Um, when Harry met Sally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's very cool. Uh, six days, seven nights, amazing. Um, Harrison Ford and Hesh film. Absolutely love that. Oh, six days, great seven film. nights. I forgot about that. It's a great film. Um, Made of Honor, very cheesy. Very Made fun. of Honor, good. Yeah. Sweet Home Alabama, obviously. And um, I couldn't, I just couldn't fit it in. The notebook has to miss out, which is mental, I know. But. I don't really like the notebook. But what do you want? Notebook is overplayed. What do you want? I thought you loved it. Notebook is definitely the uh, Wonderwall of... Yeah. (laughs) I remember watching... (laughs) I don't even want to watch it just to see if it's good anymore. I'm just like, overplayed. I think you've you've either got two people and two types of people in life. You've got like... (laughs) People who like... Notebook people. And then you've got the drive people. You know Mm. what I mean? (laughs) In the the Gosling verse. (laughs) <laughs> in the world's inverse, yeah. Um, but okay, number so... ten, number ten. Um, I can't, I can't not have it in there. I absolutely adore it. Um, it's before sunrise, for sure. Oh, good show. Uh, I've just had That's... Jamie watching them. We have, we, uh, he hasn't seen before midnight yet, but um, he's seen the first two now. But um, yeah. But I, I, the first I don't too, like before midnight. I was going to leave that as a surprise for you. I'm yeah. same as Jamie. Sorry. First two. I don't really like Before Midnight. It kind of ruins. I it, love the way it ends. The way it ends ends. It's well, like before in midnight. Before Midnight, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like the way it ends. But yeah, but I just, I love, I love the other two so much. I, when I first watched the first, when I first, I remember first seeing them in like a bargain bucket when I worked at HMV in Canada. <laughs> and I was like, what are these films? These look really shit and cheesy. And then I must have heard something else about it. And I decided to sit down and watch it one day. And I was like, Oh my god, this is, this is brilliant. Have, the best you thing heard, 
have you heard the backstory behind that? Like Rich, Richard Linklater's real life, like the film, the kind of event that inspired that film. Maybe I watched loads of. Did this actually happen? Is that what you're trying so, to say? So basically, Richard Linklater, the basically the first ten minutes of Before Sunrise happened, like where. Oh wait, yeah. no, oh, no. I think it was like the whole film actually. Like I think he like. I don't know if it was exactly like that, but I don't know the exact details. He met a girl on the train and got it. It was yeah, probably the bit. It's probably the bit spent, where they got chatting and then like because they they yeah. got chat and then they come back together. But that probably like, didn't happen that bit. They, I think yeah. they spent like a load of time with each other on one day or something like that. Or they spent the whole day together or something, and then they lost like they literally didn't have any contact with each other after that day. Like no letters, no phone number, nothing. And did she find him? That's what they were like. He was trying to do like. It was like, oh, um, she he because that's what the second him. film is about, isn't it? He tried to find her or something like that, or they said that they'd meet in a certain location, kind of like in the first one, but they that, didn't, yeah. and that's what happened. But prior to writing the film, Richard Linklater found out that because she didn't come there was because she actually died in a car accident like two days after they met. Oh my god! Or something like that. Heck? Yeah, so that's what inspired him to actually. I think write the films and take on the project. Like again, I don't know if that's just like I think Richard actually did say that. Like it's loosely based, but that was the jits of it. Like, yeah, I, like, I don't think it's his fault. But my only issue with the film is that doesn't seem realistic anymore. Maybe at the time it came out, it was. But at the time, imagine actually speaking yeah. to someone on the train and yeah. them not being like, "Go away, you creep." Because everyone's got phones these days and nobody's yeah yeah like no yeah, imagine like Julia Roberts walking into a bookshop like it's romantic comedies mate you just go with it. Do you want a book or not? <laughs> you know what I've been on a train and I've like I've had conversations with people like it can actually happen. You know? No, yeah, I've had conversations with people. It don't mean I'm gonna fall in love with them. Jesus, you never know. You never know. But I think like, have, you, thing, have you got a tinny? Yeah, I've got tinnies. Yeah. I think definitely at the end it will be a case where it'll be like, yo, you got Instagram or Snapchat or something like that. I think like this is like ruining ruining like, most of these. Films. <laughs> yeah. But, um, so that's number ten. We are on number nine. Yeah. Aaron. Um, just quickly, that the film I really didn't want to leave out is that Palm Springs, but same that as well. <laughs> Palm that Springs, well, what a film! Like it's not Great film. best film of last year. I don't know if it's romance though. Technically, it is. Yeah, but I'm gonna go. But with I my left it out. Way. Yeah, I'm gonna go with my gut, and I don't feel that bad anymore considering Kieran said about in liking Twilight. So I'm going to go for number nine as Angus Thongs and Perfect Snow. Oh, no, you should feel nice. bad about that. You should feel bad about that. You should feel bad you know, about that. You, know, bad about you that. know what? Every, every, uh, every 13-year-old girl when they watch that film no. was with Aaron Taylor-Johnson in the stick. I'm not going to lie. That is the first yeah. film that my girlfriend said when I said we were doing a romance. And she's like, oh, Angus Thongs. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, actually pretty yeah. good. yeah. Um, but oh, it really isn't. He reminds me of Frankie Capozzi, right. that dude in the film. It's 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 like it's it's awful, but it's amazing at the same time. It's like one of them, like it's just trash film, but it's it's great though. It's great. Okay, uh, my number nine is slightly controversial to some, and we may talk about it on a different list in a different month. But it is Scott Pilgrim versus the World. 
Okay, I can fuck with that. I can fuck with that. Yeah. It's, it's about a guy. It's about a guy fighting all of his ex boy. Not gonna lie. And the main motivation yeah. is love, yeah, but it's not like I see why you put it number ten because it's not like a nine. But yeah, I put it low. I put 10. it low. <laughs> uh, yeah, I put it. I put it low because again, yeah. like it's one of those that uh, I absolutely love the film. I think it's amazing. But in terms of romance movies, it would be low. Yeah, but it's a but very it's very really good film. Cool. It's, it's a great really film. Cool. And not- like I said, the soundtrack Brie Larson is amazing in it. I said Mike Sierra, like Chris Evans, like it's such a great film, and um, Brandon Ralph as well. It's just a great film. I always get a rewatch. Kick ass. Pardon? I always mix it up with Kick Ass. Scott Pilgrim vs. The World is amazing. I love it so No, I 100% agree with you. Kick-Ass and like, Scott Pilgrim are like such the same type of film. They're and they came out really similar. They're really both different. Yes, they are. I've literally watched them both religiously because I watch it at work and they're so similar in the same like... Kick-Ass about movie. a Wait, superhero. <laughs> different yeah, kind of comic book-y way, I suppose. But they were, go- they were so going for the same market. It was like... Well, it's a comic book adaptation. You like it? Scott Pilgrim, you will love Kick-Ass. <laughs> if you is, love this, the, you will love it. The weird thing is with Scott Pilgrim is that I watched it recently and it has aged really well. I think like, you can watch that film and I'll be like, that just looks like... And it's 11 years old. Day. 2010 it came out. Exactly. You can I really enjoy our film. Every time you see Chris Evans in like a not Hollywood, like like Scott Pilgrim's a good film, but it isn't like Avengers, is it? So whenever you see Chris Evans in like a film that isn't like Avengers or something, I'm like, what are you this doing here? Pre, like pre- you, you what had a career. What are you doing here? Yeah, you, you had a career it before you. was in not another teen movie. Yeah, you had a career before you weren't in. It was in not another teen movie, which is like one of like like. The scary you movie are. type of films, it's great. No, I know, this is what I mean, yeah. but then he suddenly just became, like... Captain America. I, I feel like, in my head, it's like Fast, <laughs> not, fun, uh, face Fantastic of Marvel. Four. His last like, normal just... film was What's Your Number? and Because like I saw both What's Your Number and Captain America when I was living in Canada, one after the other, and Captain America came out, and then that was it. <laughs> we did, like, Snowpiercer, didn't we? But, yeah, yeah so but that's, like, serious things. Not yeah, silly but um, yes, yeah, Scott Pilgrim versus the world is my number nine. Again, any other list would definitely be higher, but romance number nine. Caught in a bad romance. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Jared, number nine. Number nine. Number nine. He's got the wine. <laughs> Why? He's got a little bit I, of bubbly. I just, I just, <laughs> I've run out of cider, so it's wine now. Um, what are we on? Number nine. Number nine. I've gone for Before Sunrise. I really wanted to put it higher. You should have. I feel like you should have. It's my number one. (laughs) (laughs) But I feel like it should have gone higher. But the issue is every other film on my list I own on DVD, and I don't own this film on DVD, which means makes me think that I've not gone out my way to buy it yet. And I do think it's a like it's a brilliant love film, and like the the conversation's so real in that, and it's brilliant in that sense. But it's definitely a in the mood film. You got to be in the mood. That's what I'm to. Yeah. You can't just be like, right, let's watch this film. I'm let's watch it. before sunrise. <laughs> yeah, because you're always sad, Kieran. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. <laughs> <I am impressed. laughs> um, but Kieran, what is your number nine? Um, what is oh yeah this one's gonna be um i don't know if it will be a controversial one 
but it is one of the kind of like films that like I did fall in love with that uh, very early on, and I really did not expect to. Like, not gonna lie, when I first watched this film, I really did not expect to love it as much as I did, and it's uh, remember me. Oh, yeah. remember me! Wow, <laughs> is that the uh, 9/11 1? Yeah, I remember watching that film. I remember watching that film, and then that happened. I was like, holy, yeah. that's the biggest thing I've ever seen. Like, <laughs> not gonna, yeah. honestly, not gonna lie, in context with it, it was kind of really sensitive, movie. like, mm. really. I think it's putting 9 11 in a film, it's just like, why? But at the same time, it's like, it didn't have yeah. to be 9 11. In, fa- just in fact, you know what? I think you'd write putting 9 11 in because guess what? When he said, Remember me, I said the first thing, is that the 9 11 film? So it worked. It, it was just that shot remember it. where like it zooms out and you see the building you're like holy shit like, in the, like, we're all it's talking probably about one it, of the biggest like holy shit moments in the it was good though because it was like showing like you were just watching a film about like these people just a normal film about these people mm. and then suddenly yeah. that at the end and you're like and then suddenly he ain't yeah. never gonna see her again say that <laughs> It's uh, that thing that you're watching those buildings fall and knowing there's people in there, but then there you have it, you've been given like, you know. A backstory yeah, somebody is. Your brain, your brain already puts two and two together. But honestly, it is a really fucking good romance. Like, and it's like, Rob Patterson is probably his, if not his best role in like his like shitty love fangirl Twilight era. Mm. Can't get over that thought I mean. of... Uh, him wearing oh, him in the yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that photo. You no, know, I remember when I, one of my first jobs, like there was the chefs on about my work. It was like watch from dusk till dawn. It was all on about it. But oh. it was like, don't Google it. If you don't know anything about it, don't Google it. Just put it on. And that was like a proper remember me moment. And that put point yeah. just completely changes halfway through. <laughs> remember me, I think it was genuinely amazing. And it's like I can I'm it's like in those that kind of section of always in the mood to watch. Like, because, like, you know, and I think that Bob Patterson and Emily DeRaven have, like, really fucking good chemistry in that film. And... Met Emily DeRaven, she's great. Is she? Yeah, met her. For, like, a second. I find it weird how, like, <laughs> some of them get cancelled and then some of them, some of them don't, like, uh, I feel like Rob, Rob Patterson's been given a chance. Like, Kristen Stewart kind of has... But then you look at like Natalie Portman's definitely has, but Hayden Christensen's not done anything since yeah. then. I mean, like the Twilight and Star Wars roles, like literally killed the like careers almost. Yeah, but I think Robert Pattinson is building it up and like Robert Pattinson, he's Batman. Like, everything's Oscar bait for like the last like, five years. In. Oscar bait. I think and Robert Pattinson's gonna get an Oscar. You getting the word? Tenant. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Tenant. It's tenant, not tenant. It's tenant. It's tenant. Yeah. That's what I said. Yeah. Sorry, you get I'm the word. Conf- tenant. I always get confused with that Scottish pine tenant or whatever. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, <David. laughs> Talking about tenant. romance films. I watched The Lighthouse the other night. What a fucking oh, what a that can go in the bin. <laughs> oh not bad. Like? not bad. I mean like scary. That is it's mental. Seagull, <laughs> yeah. bro. Like leave like, it the alone. end of the film, I was like, what? <laughs> you know when he just picks no it up. No spoilers though, like... because I've got it on Sky Cinema ready to watch. Oh, that's it's not a just... spoiler. No, it's just a spirit. It's just a moment. It's just the like, 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 Honestly, honestly the what? most intense masturbation scene you'll ever. Oh yeah. <laughs> 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 Where worse than the peach. 
I forgot about that. Oh my god! Is it worse than the peach? It's oh yeah, worse. worse than the peach. Yeah. You know what though? Like he leashes uh, Tim. He has a scene with like a dog in Good Time, Robert Patterson as well, like with the same sort of thing. So it's like this dude will do anything. This dude will do anything to get that Twilight out of his system. <laughs> That's what I mean. Like he's literally he's gone so far away from One Twilight. Thing. One thing that's connecting him and a fucking Oscar is a good masturbation. <laughs> <laughs> when wow. is Batman coming out? I could just put that on my bed. 2022. I don't believe you. The Batman. Robert but, Batman. Um, but remember yeah, me. I get over it when anyway. I like, look at it and it's like, he's in Liverpool. What's he doing in Liverpool? He's in Jürgen Klopp's in Jürgen Klopp's fame. Oh my God, Colin Firth was amazing. But um, anyway, number nine Mercedes. Oh, is it me? Okay, hang on. Where's my list? Um, okay, so this one's fun. Um, I had to choose between two Adam Sandler, Drew Barrymore films and I put The Wedding Singer on at number nine. It's so much fun. Got some great, great 80s tunes in it. Um, Adam Sandler just making up his own weird songs and singing them. Lauren in it. It's got a bit of David Bowie in it. It's got Billy Idol at the end. It's really fun. Yeah. Cool. He actually oh. good Adam Sandler. Can like we can yeah that like, era of because I, I yeah. never liked any of his films. Have you have you seen what? Longest Yard? The Longest Yard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I the liked best um, Adam film. you know that film that he took really seriously. It was like a, a it was a romance. Punch as well. No, uh, Punch Punch Drunk Drunk Club. Yeah, that one. That one's Paul Thomas really Anderson's. Film. Yeah. No, yeah. what what's the one? Oh, Uncut Gems. Uncut Gems. That's a bit more like. That, then he had like that, Spanglish as well in between all of them. Yes, he reminds yeah. me of Robin Williams when he does serious. He's actually a really good actor, yeah. but he'll just like goof it. But I mean, like the whole thing was like, oh, I'm not going to win an Oscar. I'm going to go do Hubie Halloween. Mm. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> um, so we are at number eight, Aaron. Um, my number eight, I'm sticking with the British theming. Is this is probably like the most underrated film on the list? It's Love Rosie. Um, I watch this film Love Rose. each Love year. Rose. I'd say I've watched it a lot of times. It's just when Harry met Sally, but like a British version. Um, and it's just it's brilliant. Oh. It's, it's really good. But yeah, I've seen it. That one. I I to be honest, I have seen like the photo for this. Like, I feel like the way they market this film makes it look shit. Hmm. No, it is really good. Like I say, it's literally just like the same plot as when Harry met Sally, but um, just done in a Richard <sighs> Curtis style. That's yeah. another film that I forgot to mention earlier. It's One never day. too late. To Sam Claflin and Lily Collins. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm, I love surprised Sam seen, I'm surprised you've not seen this one, Jamie. I thought you'd be down on this one. Let's get it downloaded, babe. Oh, that's like a minus 50 score right there. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen, have you seen the catchphrase of that film it's like you it's never too old never too late to fall for a mate you look like 20 love what are you talking about they never just can't get no, themselves they get together all right, all right. <laughs> that's what it says on the okay that's fine i was th- thinking like what yeah you never um, too late to fall for your mate at 20 like, oh. <laughs> um yeah my next one is <laughs> oh no what have you done i'm off to deep hair watch as you cloud oh, it so... <laughs> the ground. 
It's pointless. I hate that film. <laughs> it's one of the. That would definitely make my worst films. Of it would. Time. It would. <laughs> that would have made my list if I'd have actually not watched it recently and realised how. So tra- glad you guys all agree with me. <laughs> I remember watching it at the cinema and being like, "This is dead good. This, this." And it literally, good. I look. And then the it gets to the point. It, it's like amazing. Oh, yeah, it gets to the point where I'm like, "Oh my god, what the fuck is this?" The point when she sells out. Like, yeah. Oh, um, me off. I mean, just for shallow, it gets high. Nah, to me, to, to me, it's the bit when uh, he pisses on stage. Yeah, like, yeah, no matter how much he loves her, like yeah. she loves him. Sorry, that is career ruining that shit, and they probably yeah. would break up. Like, you know what I mean, yeah. Then, but I, I, again, I've watched it twice. I really enjoyed it uh, both times, and. Again, Lady Gaga was really good. Bradley Cooper was really good. It's a great film, in my opinion. <laughs> For romance, it just beats Scott Pilgrim. But as terms I wish of, it was just Scott, like Scott Pilgrim's there. <laughs> but you know, just for just romance, like Bradley Cooper and his brother in it. Like those are the best scenes. Like yeah. him and his brother together. Yeah. Okay. I love the intro. I love the bit where she goes from like, you know, what I mean, just being like a girl who couldn't make it in Hollywood. Yeah. Like, but it's similar to another film, um, Vox Lux, which is quite similar to that, which is really Oh, the Natalie Portman one. That's a very good film. I watched that in London Film Festival. Basically, there's a school shooting and she survives it, and as a result of it, she comes back and matches It's a true story, star. that, isn't it? I'm not sure. Wait, what's that film called? Vox Lux. V-O-X-L-U-X. Natalie Portman, she survives the school shooting, uh, creates this song to, like, unity, and because of it, she becomes really big and then, becomes, like, sells out and becomes, like, a pop star. When she's older and stuff, and it's Emily, about, basically about her and her daughter and their relationship. Really good. Oh. Emily just watched that um, Dakota Johnson film uh, that's about what well, Fifty Shades. Oh, the, oh, is it like the? It's not rhythm section, but something like that, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's just like the same sort of thing as well. It's just like, like a music one, isn't it? Yeah. Nothing, nothing to someone. Yeah. Uh, but Jared, what's your number eight? My number eight. We have gone for. Um, I've gone for Goodwill Hunting. What? Mm-hmm. It, says, it says romance on IMDb. Okay, oh, all right. Let, let me no. explain. This is probably one of the ones. Right. That's right. a change your list of this counts. All right, let me explain. Let me explain. <laughs> I like this film. Like, obviously, it's probably one of the best films on this list. But <laughs> no, but like, all right, think about one it. The best films of all time. Love, but love is the motivation in the end. Because Robin Williams talked about love and how he loves his wife and blah, blah, blah. Okay, and no, a lot of the time, let, he, let like, he comes around, doesn't he, to realise that, like, all he can... He literally, at the end of the film, he, he's got this job offer and he's like, now, love. All right, Jared, here's, here's the plot hole in what you just said here, okay? All right. Remember the ending of 1917? Uh, Tree. <laughs> Tree, he whips out the wallet and it's like, oh, he's like carrying on the whole journey because like he wants to get back to his wife yeah, and stuff like that. Technically, or men, or whatever you're into. <laughs> but technically, Trees. he was doing that whole journey to save men and also for love. So, is 1917 a romance? No, no, because it doesn't say that on IMDb. It exactly. does for Goodwill Hunting. I mean, to be fair, like he can have it because it's not going to win, is it? Okay, all right. If you don't, if you don't want me to have Shrek that one, two. 
Shrek 2 is definitely about love and you could not have Shrek 2. I'm putting Shrek 2 in Honestly, I would pass Shrek 2 more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shrek 2, I feel like Shrek 2 is, but not Goodwill Hunters. It's just like, like you can't just say like Manchester by the Sea. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that is about love. It's about the love of... uh, Fucking brutal. (laughs) That is brutal. I did. Uh, yeah, I was I'm looking forward to watching that for years, and when I finally sat down and watched it the other month, oh my, my god, god, that's the scene! Ugh. What Manchester by the Sea? Yeah. I love Manchester yeah. by the Sea. I think it's pretty good. I it's great. Honestly, I haven't it got around me. to watch it. Yet. Okay, Shrek two. You'll love it, Kieran. You, you haven't seen it, Kieran. It's depressing. You'll love it. Oh, it is depressing as fucking hell. If you've got Amazon Prime spot, like I really need to, I really need to watch it. Like that's the only film that ever advertised on there. You need to settle mm. down, like, on your own. Home, like, right? cozy yourself up with a blanket, get a hot chocolate, make sure you've got everything you need to, I'm like, make you feel better. This is, this is literally Kieran's, like, wet dream right there. It's like, oh, yeah. yes. Oh, <laughs> wait. Crying. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Like, yeah, Shrek 2. Woo. Don't, don't put anything warm near you. But, um, Kieran, what is your number eight? Oh, yeah, it's me, isn't it? Um, it is you. My, it's how the alphabet works. In the previous list, in the anime list. Oh, he's got anime. It was my number one. And it's made to my number eight. It's your name. Whose name? My name. Your name. I watched this last week. It's fucking amazing. I thought you were gonna say it's fucking shit. (laughs) I was I was gonna put it on my list, but I didn't I didn't want any animated films on this one, but it's so good. Isn't it really fucking good? So good. I would it have made you animate? Would it have made you animate this? Yeah, definitely. It would have been top five. Yeah, I was gonna say it wasn't like I thought you'd seen it. I thought you. No, Emily put it as like quite high, and then like she watched it, and then she was like, "Oh, let's watch it again." Like she wanted to watch it again, and I watched it. I was like, "Yeah, it's really good." Isn't it? It is beautiful. Mm. I think it's like one of the most unique ways to kind of show two people connecting with each other, like. Like, I know Freaky Friday kind of did it in that way, but, like, totally going to each other's different lives, like, living someone else's life in their shoes. Mm. And then coming to net, it's, like, the it's like one of the most beautiful ways that two people have been connected to each other in a film. And I think they did it really well. I'm surprised and, it's not been, like, done, like, in a Western remake. Like, Oh, it will. It'll, and they'll ruin it. Like, mm, it it'll, be the, it'll be the same with, like, Old Boy. Old Boy is the worst Western remake ever made. Yeah, no, I don't mean like that. I mean like uh, like a different film, like just the same idea. Oh, okay, okay, I get yeah, it. Just stole yeah. it, basically. Mm. Yeah, background. Like, okay. Your name is so good. I'm not gonna lie, like people can. It, it is under one of those films that like people who like anime like don't like it. I have seen that with people, but I'm just like, how can you not like it? It's fucking amazing. It is really good. There's a it overpassed the. It's got the record, hasn't it? Oh, it's like yeah, the, most... it's the highest course animated mm. yeah. anime. Yeah, it it's is good. amazing. Okay. I really love it. I'm watching the animation's it amazing in it as well. What that effect that they do, where like they're standing still and then like the camera, view. yeah. And it took a it, it took kind of a turn as well. Midway, like I got midway through the film and I didn't expect it to be where it was at. Like it really kept me engaged and it kept me going. So, mm. yeah, your mm. name is a really good film. Yeah, Mercedes surrounded off number eight. Uh, for number eight, I've gone for Moulin Rouge. Uh, again, it's one that I've watched a million times. I absolutely love the songs. Well, they're all like classic pop songs or like 
you know, mashed together and things. And it's brilliant. Ewan McGregor and Nicole Kidman are at their prime in their looks. They're both beautiful. And then you've got... Um, what about McGregor. Attack of the Clones, Ewan McGregor? Hello there. Hello <laughs> there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, and then you've got other great actors in it. Um, oh, God, I say his name all the time. Now I have to say it on here. I can't remember. Plays Tibble and Romeo and Juliet. He's amazing. John Leguizamo, he's brilliant in it. Um, and, yeah, it's just, it's just such a great, great film. Um, gonna... Oh, sorry, I thought you were finished. Sorry. No, yeah, go on. I was going to say, I was tempted to put Romeo and Juliet, like the fucking Leonardo DiCaprio one, in this list. Yeah, I was it could be on really... other people's lists. I just... I can't do I can't do Baz Luhrmann. I remember I watched Great Gatsby, and you I almost like, put him on your fucking draft. Great yeah. Gatsby, I don't like. I didn't I, I enjoy that at it. all. And then it was like I was like, oh my god, this is so bad. Like, I just don't get like the the. I just don't get the songs. I agree. I Great Gatsby is no, but Moulin Rouge and Romeo and Juliet. I mean, I'm into Great strictly Gatsby boring. Great Gatsby is an absolute but... disgrace. Great Gatsby yeah. is so shit. Sure. But his music was really good. Like his music. Why do you have to modernize it? Like just make just it. have your red, just have your red curtain trilogy. Like I haven't seen Strictly Ballroom. You know, I assume it's going to be good. Yeah. But his red curtain trilogy yeah. is great from the ones I've seen. Or they yeah. ruined because um, they put like a Kanye West Jay Z song in like. No, Jay Z produced like the the soundtrack to it. Watch the fr- there's free watch the throne uh, songs on there because I remember I went to the I went to watch the throne tour and then. Um, yeah. I remember I was like, oh my god, there's this film with watch the watch the throne songs in there, and I was watching. It, I was like, oh my god, this is awful. <laughs> why, yeah. why are these songs in it? <laughs> but okay, so that's the end of number eight. We are on seven, Aaron. Um, I feel like this is one of my favorite films, but it just doesn't feel right in this list. But I had to put it in there. It's true romance. Yeah, okay. it's definitely a romance film. Yeah, but no, Jamie's like, really nah, it's not a romance. I film. said it was. I would say it is because they're like Bonnie <laughs> and Clyde, aren't they? Like, they're looking yeah. for me. Don't try yeah. and blame me, yeah, Harry, now, by it's so low on your list. I said it was fine. No, but like, they want like... the money in action to get love. Yeah. yeah. Like, it is romance. Like, it's the one exception to the ones that, like, like the Princess Bride, the Vertigo, and that. But it just still doesn't feel, the summit, like, just doesn't feel right with it being on yeah. like, um, like my stop with right. me, it, it would be higher on most lists, but it's not romance. It's not the best romance film, but it's a better film. Yeah, yeah. but Die yeah. Art is still a Christmas film. Yeah, obviously. I know we yeah. never did a Christmas yeah. list, so we'll have to wait until next year. This year we will. <laughs> um, my number seven is Jerry Maguire. Show me the money. You had me at hello. What a film. No, you didn't. Oh, my God. Yes. I mean, that's for a Tom Cruise film. I want to argue Jeremy Maguire is not a romance. What about Top Gun? Because all he cares about is money, not women. Again, I feel like it's definitely one. But my my argument was it's got one of the most on, like, the most memorable romance quotes ever of you. It's got two. Hello and you complete me. Yeah, and you complete me. Hmm. I mean, I when you talk about romance quotes, both of them are in. I don't really like like nineties Tom Cruise. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, Hugh Goodman's yeah. his best film. No, it's not. It's, Until it's Fallout not. came out, and became the greatest film. action Excuse film me. ever. Like early two thousands Tom Cruise, like like 
Not Mission, Mission Impossible Two. No, that that's what I'm saying. Like that's where it's not getting great. Like I feel like what, it's World uh, Worlds. No, after the samurai. War of the Worlds is Yeah, I really like War of the Worlds. I think yeah. it's like a haunting. It's a great film. Oblivion. It's like I'll name all the Tom Cruise films. Let's go for it. Let's do it. Oblivion. Oblivion's 2013. Edge of Tomorrow. Damn, that's, yeah, a, that's a great Oblivion film. was so shit. Play a film. Yeah, but it's impossible for all out. It's possible best action film ever made. No, it isn't. No, it's... I, I coming around to the idea that it probably is the best close. action movie of all it time. It is close. I watched it again Very recently good. and it is, it is close. You can keep it watching it. The action scenes are phenomenal. This is the most exciting thing that I'm waiting for for Maverick is they are flying those planes. It's not CGI'd. It's not Damn actors. Right, the whole like... actors are flying them. And in the trailer, yeah. he smashes between two of them. Um... Could you imagine filming that and Miles Teller's shit in his pants? Phil... <laughs> For like years, for years, I've been saying to Emily, like, I was like, I know you hate action films, but please just watch these Mission Impossible work films. But only yeah. from four, five, six. Only, yeah. We only watched four, yeah. five, six. Maybe one. She watched them. forgot about five. She was like, these are like amazing. About she, five, Rogue she, Nation. Rogue Nation was very forgetful for me. Rogue Nation and, and Fallout, you have to watch Fallout, together. Fallout. Yeah, I know. I get. I, I do watch them together, but like Rogue Nation, Fallout, and Ghost Protocol. Rogue makes... Nation's probably got one of my favorite stunts in it. The one on the yeah. plane, right at the start, where he's hanging off it. Rogue yeah, I prefer Rogue Nation. Ghost Protocol. Yeah, like, yeah Rogue Nation's better than Ghost. Rogue Nation Rogue... and Fallout are like Kid A and OK Computer. Like it's that sort of level. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> all right, move on from here. <laughs> I guess Ghost, Ghost Protocol. Yeah, move on like, from Tom Cruise, <laughs> Jerry Maguire, Jared. All right, number yeah, seven. Yes. I've given it to Silver Lining Club. Oh. Really? Because... I don't hate that film. Oh, well, I hate you too. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no, this... Uh... <laughs> no, this, this film is a really good depiction of mental health and what, like, a breakup actually does for people mm-hmm. and that. And, uh... Yeah, it's a good film. Yeah, I, Jennifer I Lawrence's really turning it. point, really, um, is not it? I uh, genuinely yeah. feel like it. People probably do go through life like this, like, oh yeah, there's someone in front of you, like that probably is like right for you, but um, you're just gonna be like obsessed with like the past, and you sometimes you just need to move on and just like get on I, with it. I'm gonna go out on Olympia. I think Jennifer Lawrence it was probably one of the most overrated actresses of all time. And Hathaway and Lamers. Oh, I can't deny the Jennifer Lawrence thing, but she's in good movies. She's just got a good agent, all right? Get over Yeah, Red Sparrow. Yeah, like, you know what I mean? Not everybody gets cast as Katniss. You know what I mean? I like her. The the only role which I have actually been like, okay, she is phenomenal in this is Mother. I love Mother. Of course you do. You're the only one. I love Mother. I think Mother is an amazing movie. When when that happens, (laughs) yeah. I I actually, we've had this story before. I can't remember if we have or not. I watched that film because I used to go cinema and then obviously go into HMV on the way back home. So I used to go to the cinema, come back to HMV on the way home, nip it and say, ah, yeah, what did you watch? Mother, what's it about? Well, let's try and describe it. And then there's one scene where this baby's getting carried over and all of a sudden just all the bones break and they start eating the baby. I was like, no, it fucking did, mate. No, it fucking did. I was like, mate, just, just, just look. 
you just look online and then there you go. I'm so, never yeah. describing that to me. Like, <laughs> I don't get the last thing anybody would ever think. I don't understand why anyone would watch that film. I, I just don't understand it at I, all. I've I never need to see it. <laughs> I just, I, I really like that film. It's not a romance, but I like that film. I really like it. Yeah. Okay. I'll save it for the day. Kieran. Um, Mother. <laughs> I mean, it is a romance. Adam and Eve. Wait, actually, Jamie, Google mother. On no, oh no, my God. we're not doing any changes right now. Just for dance. Your list is what your list is. I won't, I, people... won't, I won't put it on, but put like just Google it on IMDb. Mother I... is drama, horror, mystery. Uh-huh. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> it is La La Land, no mind number seven. So nice. low, and it's your background. I, I know, I know. I, well, I didn't want to spoil my top five. Um... La La Land is not gonna lie it's one of those films like when it came out I was fucking obsessed with it like I was obsessed I was like listening to the scores I was like honest to god Jamie I'd happily do a La La Land karaoke with you like honestly I I feel like wait were you obsessed with it as well Aaron yes you were I feel like isn't it weird that all the lads in this chat, I don't know if you were as well, Mercedes, but oh. it's weird that boys get obsessed with the musical, but all Not four me, but have yeah. been obsessed with it. Yeah, <laughs> Not you, Jesus. I don't watch musicals, but when we I saw this musical, yeah, we did. And I don't know what it is, but this music was like, wow, I fucking, I'm, I'm, I'm a musical theatre boy now. Yeah, I, was, it was I wasn't. I wasn't after the next Ryan. musical I watched, but fine soundtrack. Yeah, I've got Sign. it on like deluxe box set yeah. vinyl. Like I loved it that much. But you don't want to know where my vinyl went for it. But yeah, like I said, it's Damien Chazelle. Like I don't Damien think Chazelle. it's as good as Whiplash, but it's an incredible film. Like oh, Damien Chazelle, was brilliant, back to back yeah. of Whiplash and La La Land is First a direct. It's just first not man, as, I hated first man. It's not it's just not as good as the others. Like the score for first man is like unreal. Absolutely yeah. unreal. No, I think it, I think it's more to do with saturation. I think like we've seen yeah. so many bloody films about space. We didn't need another one. Claire Foy yeah. was like in it way too much. Honestly, one of I want to see the moon. <laughs> I want to see the moon. I've got to admit, that that moment when he got on to yeah. The move. Yeah, that's wow, was that was the yeah. best bit of the movie. The rest one of it the, was just crap. Honestly, one of the only pieces, like only the, one of the only times in a cinema where I've actually genuinely got like a goosebump and a shiver. Yeah, like I genuinely felt like I was on the moon with him when he was doing it. Like, and I, not, yeah, like not often oh, that did he do that. It was my, just a transition. It was so yeah. good. My dream so good. in like uh, cinema would was going to be because Damien Chazelle did like this awesome twist at the end of La La and, and Whiplash. Um, I was just really wanting like that shot to be like zoom back, and then you see like Stanley Kubrick like recording. <laughs> For Honestly, God's that. sake! All right, move on. Uh, Mercedes number seven. Stanley. Um, only see it in the IMAX version. Okay, right. Number seven um, is Romeo and Juliet. Last Lemon's Romeo and Juliet. Thank you. Did you say Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, no, no, me <laughs> no, it's just brilliant. It absolutely blew my mind the first time I saw it because I love Shakespeare anyway. There's so much Shakespeare on my list. I love Shakespeare anyway. And then it's, and I love Leo. 
and it was modern and it was California and oh, I could watch it a million times like I can just recite it it's just it's brilliant. everybody loves Leo though like young 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 Leo my god my god indeed um, and it was but, a year uh, before Titanic as well yeah well, so. he must have been filming Titanic. that's what I was thinking you know when like you say oh he's a year before well he was probably filming Titanic at the time wasn't he yeah Roman Juliet was Possibly, 96 yeah. Titanic was 97, so it would have been like back-to-back, basically. Just every I bet Titanic was only a year to film, probably. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Like, Mickey Future is brilliant, Benvolio is brilliant, Tibbalt's brilliant. Paul Rudd! Paul Rudd, my God, young Paul Rudd. The scene at the party when they first see each other and the fish tank and the balcony scene. and. Do you think it was better that they spoke, like, the way they did? Yes. Yeah, it needs to be Shakespearean. Yeah, that's what was beautiful about it. I'm sorry, but if you try and get like a Shakespearean story and play it off just in normal language, it just doesn't work. No. Like, at all. It really doesn't. It's purely like Shakespeare. Purely. Why? Why? It's just because of like, I think it's the way that Shakespeare writes his Juliet's been done. I feel like it just, I don't know. I just, I don't get Romeo and Juliet. It's no. I don't it's get it. It's one of the origins. It's one of the originals, one of the OGs. Like, I feel like, what's that show that's on Netflix? Is it Bad Education, where it's like American and British and one? It's like, what is going on? Oh, is it Sex Education? Like, no, Sex Education, that's it. Yeah. And it's like... Oh, yeah, yeah like, I, know, I know exactly what you mean when they tried to like make it American in a British way, and it's like, yeah. don't do that. That's what I feel like with the Bad Learner film, so I just, I just don't understand, like, why? Him. Yeah, I don't understand Baz Luhrmann. Why they pick like all right, modern songs in like his that I love. Yeah, I think you either love Baz Luhrmann or you hate him. Like, he, he, well, no Great Gatsby, movie. Moulin Rouge, and Romeo and Juliet. Oh Great God! Gatsby. All right, maybe Elvis isn't going to be good. Never mind. No, that's what we're saying. Like Elvis, it's Tom Hanks. He's directing it, and then somebody else is playing Tom, Elvis. Obviously, Tom Hanks is playing Elvis. Otherwise, it would be awful. But. <laughs> Hey, yeah, you know what? Maybe it looks okay, but it's been delayed to 2022. That's why. Uh, now Baz Luhrmann's in it. He's going to make it weird. He's going to make like but, um, Elvis like freaky. Yeah. I think Miles Teller will be good as Elvis. Mm. He's not done anything in a while. Miles no, the dude Patrick. actually is being Elvis. Looks like Elvis though. Have you yeah. seen him? Yeah. All right, Tom Hanks. I thought you were saying Tom Hanks is playing Elvis. No, like, Tom Hanks weird. is playing his manager. Oh right, okay. All right, I need to see who's playing them. Yeah, but um, I don't, yeah, I, I really don't like these like musical biops. So like, they yeah. couldn't get any rights whatsoever for Bowie. They would, they couldn't even name his songs in the movie. It was the oh. worst thing ever made. And then like, I just, just do a fucking documentary. They've got Thinky though, haven't they? They've got the the stage show, haven't they? Of what? Of Bowie, Lazarus. Lazarus, yeah. He did that. He wrote that. That's what I mean. Like, Lazarus is supposed to get in a film adaptation at some point, but it's Dexter, yeah, but- isn't it? It's Michael C. Hall. Yeah, at least he wrote yeah. that though. Like the new, there's you know Johnny Flynn. There's a Bowie film with him like that just came out in the last like couple of months called Stardust, and they they, they couldn't get the rights. Like even like the albums that are in there, they're like copies of the albums. They're not like the real ones or anything. Weird. But there's loads of like biops. I, I don't like musical biops really. I don't like how they get like a like a automatically. Oh yeah, Rami Malek's like gonna win Best Actor because he wasn't yeah. even good. Like, yeah. Rocky, Rocky was. Honestly, no, Rocky I, Man was so much better. 
I swear to God, musical biopics or just maybe biopics in general are the easiest things to ever write because they all follow the exact same storyline. They're the all the exact same. Thing. Oh, I had a slight bit of addiction to something. Oh, yeah. I'm going to be the yeah. best musician ever. Yeah, yeah it, they're all the same. They come from like an abusive family that doesn't understand what they do. They somehow get lucky. They somehow get famous. They have a problem with addiction or something like that. Mm. But that powers them yeah, to make one sex, of the best drugs, rock and roll. Like, you know what I mean? Like even Ray was the same. Just do like yeah. a documentary in the style of like The Last Dance. That's exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Right. So, number six. <laughs> Aaron. <A> romance. <laughs> go on different genres. This one not being higher, but uh, you've got mail. You've uh, got Aaron, mail. Let me down. <laughs> no, I know. So it's, it's, it is so low. It's so I've low. never seen this film, and it's what? because... <laughs> right, I'll tell you why. In my head, I had this weird obsession where I cannot buy a DVD unless it's in a DVD box. You've yeah, got it's in a weird case, isn't it? Is Those... in one of the old f- cases where the plastic oh. and you flip it up and, yeah. and there's a paper. I, I yeah. couldn't yeah. buy it. What are you no. about? Um, what? You've, you've got mail. It had, it's like a paper sleeve and it's got like the, the black thing that you pop open to open it. It's not like a proper DVD case. That's yeah. not what mine's in. Mine's I think it is now. Yeah, I think it is now, but it used to be like that. It used to be like this black thing that you used to pop open and it's like a That's big... like old school DVD, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I think I've still got some somewhere. But I also think, like, I don't know the story of this film, but all I know is it's like AOL mailing and that, and it's like making that noise. Does, I'll does, lend it. Is, <laughs> is this film not uh, outdated? It's... it's no. uh, yeah. <laughs> It's a remake of that of the French film. Um, the French play. You have mail. But it's the French film. Opposite of the force. No, it's, it's, it's originally, it's based off a French play, which basically the French play is one that we tried to watch at one point, Mercedes, the one with Zachary Levi. Basically, the French play is two people have been writing each other and they found out that they really like each other. It's However, yeah, so, but they're, they're rival like salespeople. So basically, yeah, there's book. Isn't there a book called The Shop Around the Corner? Is that what you're on about, or is it is it a play called The Shop Around? No, the I'm on about the film, like the James Stewart film. I'm on about. Yeah, The Shop Around the that, oh, which is based yeah. off the French play, mm. um, which is the one that we tried to watch with Zachary Levi because we I don't did it. That. We watched half of it, but anyway, um, to, to, mm. no, fair enough. Um, yeah, so they were they were working in this. So you've got mail is basically the rival bookstore owners. One's got a local bookstore. One's like a glamorously like massive mall Waterstones, like, yeah. bookstore. Yeah, Waterstones. And then basically, yeah, Waterstones. And um, they start emailing each other, and they realise that they get on. They the start story, liking yeah. each other. This However, they find out. I'm just saying, the rival bookstore <laughs> owners and they mail each other, and they realise that they like each other. There you go. Can you just confirm no. one thing? You kind of when ruined they, when it, they really. send when they send mail. You've got mail. Yes. When they that. say mail, does it go? Yeah, there is a dial-up tone. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh no, no. Yes. Like it was the night. It was ninety-eight or whatever it was. I, thought, I wish they. Did, I wish they remade. You got mail. It's just Facebook Messenger now. No. <laughs> have not remade it. Like ten seconds in it. Like. Well, I mean, to be fair, they can't do that because they'll see each other's face and know who they yeah, are. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, they are. Like, right. They don't know who the person is that they're emailing. They've just I been talking like, like through mail. The chat room. I like feel like talk about rom-coms, right? There's three films that are like ultimate, ultimate god-tier classics. 
this film and then two other films. Which mm-hmm. you'll talk about later. Yeah. Yeah, and I'll talk more about You've Got Mail later as well. <laughs> um, for my number six, just missing out on the top five. Sorry, Kieran. It oh. is Before Sunset. Ooh, I knew you were going to pull that one. We watched it the other night and you went, I think I prefer this one to the first one. The second one. one's better than the first one. I absolutely Ooh. love the second one. No, it's not. That's because you're invested. No, it's you, not. Like... No, it's not. It's just Yeah, in like, the youth and stuff like that. Like, no, that no, like, I'll tell the... you why it's not as good, because they already know each other. It's like, oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so, like, yeah, but what? you've got the you've got the whole backstory of the whole like at the end of the first one, it's like the six months later, it's like did they actually go for the six months later kind of I, thing, you know, when they actually meet up and then it's no, no, because Hawk is not very good in that film. In the first one, Ethan Hawk is like an up and coming actor. He's yeah. very like humble in the way that he speaks, and like you, they're getting to know each other. Like I don't want it. Like, Oh yeah, you're that girl that I met at a pub like twenty months ago. Like you know what I mean? Like eight years ago. Whatever. Like like, I've just preferred the whole like mystery of like yeah. At the end, would we meet again or not? Getting to know each other. Yeah, exactly. That's the most important part of life. It's not like what you've been up to the past ten years. I don't care. One one thing I've been with me. (laughs) Just let me know in ten years, Jared, when you hit your thirties and see how you feel. No, that's what I mean. (laughs) Whole trilogy is so fucking unique in the sense that every person that I've asked, like, oh, like, what do you think of this trilogy? What do you think? They've come from, like, all different age groups and, like, people who are, like, in their, like, 20s and shit like that or early 20s love Before Sunrise. People who are, like, late 20s, mid-30s love Before Sunset. It's, like, their favourite. And people who are, like, 40, like my parents, they think Before Midnight is their favourite. Maybe it's the reminiscent thing. And yeah, I think, again, yeah. with, with the second and the third one, again, I haven't seen the third one yet, but they actually co-write it with Richard Linklater, don't they? Because it's so, yeah. it's so naturalistic and realistic. It's, it's so you know realistic what? the way the writing's done because it's them actually talking. And half of it's basically improvised. It's just them goofing around. Yeah. And exactly. I, I absolutely loved it because it felt more of like a one-take, this one. Like, it was literally, I've got about, yeah. I've got an hour and a half. Let, let's yeah. go do something and it's like literally it's all just one leave in there go to the cafe leave go to like this place get on a boat go there go to a house blah 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 yeah. it's such I, I just, beautiful I, I, like I, I, hour so and a half prefer. two hours whereas like so in the first one it jumps from there one. to there to there to no there, the to first there. one's better in the sense that like you i say like the first time you meet somebody right yeah. if you say something creepy they're gonna be like okay bye like you know what i mean uh-huh. Like they're acting yeah. like they're old friends, and it's just, it's just not as good. Well, to be fair, the whole thing oh, with that is because obviously they've already had that established relationship, and yeah. then she's kind of read in a newspaper that he's an orphan, he's going to be here in Paris, so that's why she goes to meet him. Then yeah, so the whole thing comes yeah, out. Yeah, so she's only chasing him for clout. No, what what their takes? Well, he was married. Yeah, clout chasing. And basically, right. it's the whole I'm story of. Movie, so don't spoil it to me. Yeah, not, like, not really. yeah, Aaron's not seen But, um, yeah, like I said, the, the ah, way it just goes and the beauty. Even though it's great. It's just great the, the way it's done. And yeah. I, I preferred the second one. Uh, God, don't get me wrong, the first one is very, very, very good. Yeah. But, um, like I said, I preferred the way the second one was shot and the way it is and the story in that one was, I think, better. Yeah. And the ending was good too, because you didn't know how it was going to end. You. Honestly, until you read what happens in the third one. 
Yeah. 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 He was like, he was like, I surmised about what might happen in third when I'm sat there knowing. I'm like, oh, he's not quite got it right. I'm not going to spoil it for him. And then he goes and reads about it. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. Emily does that for every film, you know. Like, well, I put so on a film, like, like, Google it. And then, like, just... yeah, she likes to know the spoilers for all the oh, He like... does it as well. No, I didn't know the spoiler. Oh, I just read on IMDb and what's it about, and it already spoiled no. what happened at the end of the second one. But yeah, you do do that. Seen it. I hate that, honestly. I, oh my God. <laughs> but that's you are, mine. Oh, you are, Jamie. You're Diane Woodall. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Halfway that through. Kieran's laughing like he knows who Diane Woodall is. Like... <laughs> no, I just like the name. It's just the name. He literally turns around <laughs> and says, this is a good bit, this. Watch this bit. No, Diane Woodall was a customer that we have at HMV. And basically, she always went to the cinema and everything. And um, one one time, this is the best story. I, I, it wasn't to me, but basically, on, with, with Aaron, what did she do? She what film was it? I can't remember. She used to oh, do yeah. it all the time, and I used to tell people. She's like, "Have you gone to the cinema recently? Like, what have you watched?" Straight away, and then she'd be like, "Oh, have you seen like the new Bond?" And I'm like, "No, no, I've not had a chance to see it yet." And then she'd be like, "Oh, so what happens is, and it's like, oh my god, <laughs> you saw Black Panther? I'm sure, sure it was like Black Panther, and she was just saying about like what happens at the end. She was like, "Oh, I can't believe the repl-. like it was just mad, like." How much was getting spoiled, boys? Every time she came in, she used to spoil like every movie. <laughs> but for sure, like, when she comes in, like, have you seen it? Like, yeah. yeah I, I, I started yeah, doing... then, then, then she'll be like, oh, did you like this bit? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mm. Saw Larry yeah. yesterday, by the way. Larry. Wow. But um, yeah, anyway, Jared, number six. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Oh, no. on at six. This has turned into one of the, the classic podcasts, I would call it. Uh, number <laughs> six, Slumdog Millionaire, right? You know why? Because I love how he, he goes through his life and he knows all the answers. Aaron's gone. That's how I would win the chase. That's how you'd win the chase? <laughs> Who would you like to face, Jared? Oh... Do I want to go against someone difficult and show myself, or do I want to come against someone easy? Who's easy? Who's the, yeah, who's the easy one? Jenny's easy, but you want nah, to go against Nah, nah, it's the new dude. The new dude. The new guys are awesome. Oh, he's shit, right? Yeah, no, um, the Dark Destroyer, because he's just, I like him. He's fun. <laughs> Fair enough. Aaron's no, gone. Bye, Aaron. Aaron walk out because of Slumdog Millionaire, or has he yeah. had, like, lost his signal? No, yeah, he, he left. He'll be come back, don't worry. Um, I'm Slum Dog Millionaire. This is Slum Dog Millionaire. What? Oh, are we pausing? Are we pausing? Jai Ho. Jai I mean, Karen, you've got yours now, so what's your number six? You're going, Karen. What the fuck? I, I mean, the best out. thing is now is Aaron's come back into it and look at his name. Wait, 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 wait. Let's listen. Let's listen. Fucking Slum Dog Millionaire. <laughs> yeah, you just you don't like Indians. That's why you left. <laughs> wow. Um, I think like it's Danny Boyle's worst film, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> what? Nah, I don't think it's his worst. What nah. is the hate for Slumdog Millionaire? I I love, I love literally a film about he wants to be a millionaire. <laughs> I really like And he loses his life through it. Oh my god. How you say you haven't seen it, Mercedes? Like, on DVD. You don't need to watch one, it. What what's the second one gonna be like? Someone playing pointless, like well, we're talking about Jared is going to go, this is how he's going to win the chase. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you can't phone a friend, though, can you? 
<laughs> no, but I'll, I know well, the yeah, answers because of experiences. <laughs> because of the implications. Wait a minute. I'm, because I'm of the implications. Millionaire is the easiest way to make the, the most money, without a doubt. Because of the implication. As long as you get in that chair, that is the easiest game show to make money on. Make yeah, money. but have you seen the TV show Quiz? Because it's not fucking easy to get in yes. that chair. Oh, my God. What a show that was. It's easy when you fucking know the people. And even then, oh, it was yeah. still bloody difficult. Right, anyway, I reckon moving on, moving on. Some dogs are the best film. I reckon remake it with Golden Balls. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> Some of the stuff in Golden Balls was ruthless, though, weren't yeah. it? Yeah. Split that video of, like, I, I promise you, I, I will split yeah. it with you. I promise. I promise. Though we're both walking away with 50 grand. It's going to be that? great. 50 yeah. grand steal. Cheers! Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, like, oh I my god, that's the most brutal thing ever. She was a bitch. Hey, I'll tell you why they had to stop Golden Ball. <laughs> someone like me, if you just stole even 10 grand from me, I would just have yeeted that ball at your end. You fucking what? You'd be singing <laughs> Jay Hope. <laughs> right, anyway, Achoo, come on. Slumdog, Slumdog is an absolute balling film about love. And I love it. What and the it's, it's about, about love and I love it, and that's the last we're gonna say about it. Kieran, fire, number six. Yeah. <laughs> I've got it stuck in my head now. Oh come on, it's not like I'm the only one. As long as it's not the Pussycat Dolls version, we're okay. It is the yes. Pussycat Dolls. It is the Pussycat Dolls. No, no, the original one isn't. It's just no, AR it's not. Ramen. I know. I know. The original's better. You know his a- name? AR Ramen. Yeah, I used to love that song, Jai Ho. It was great. Then the Pussycat Dolls ruined it. I heard it on iTunes. It was great. Next, um, okay, this is my number six. Yeah, yes, mm-hmm. it's it is the first foreign. Well, no, I technically your name was the first foreign film, turn live, first live action foreign film. Um, I don't know if you guys have heard of it. I thought it's your name was a foreign film, yeah. He said yeah, it's yeah, first well, live action. Yeah. Oh, all right, sorry, yeah. it is uh, in the mood for love. All right, it I've is heard of this film. a beautiful film. If you don't know what it's about. It's basically um, these couples are staying in like the same hotel and the, um, the wife of one couple and the husband of the other couple find out that their spouses are having a, an affair with each other. So what they do is they meet up and they try to almost like recreate their love and compassion for their other spouse with each other without actually getting connected. It's a really complex kind of way of describing it. But so they so they try to counter their partner's affair by trying to have an affair. No, they don't have an affair. They basically... but they try to see what it's like. Is that what you said? Yeah, to pretend tr- in front of them. They no, not in front of them. It's 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 a weird fucking story. You it's one of those films that you can't really. If someone describes it to you, it just sounds like the worst film ever. Or it's, maybe it's just because of me. But once you watch it, you truly like you. I do want to see it, it because I have heard good things about this. It is honestly really beautiful because they almost they, it's like because they're so heartbroken about the affair and stuff like that, and they don't want to ruin their own relationship. They try to. I'm I'm just gonna make it sound worse by describing it, but it is really beautiful and it is amazingly heartbreaking because not only do they fall for each other. But they try and live out their own fantasy in the way of recreating the love that they had for their husband and the love that he has for his wife. He had for mm. his wife, Jesus. and yeah, and it, like it's not even like they're trying to love each other. They're not trying. It's not like oh, our partners had an affair. 
let's just fuck and let's just like see how this happens. They try and recreate like their husband, like his um, wife and her husband. They try to recreate it, and it is really kind of a depressing film, and especially by the ending because you know yeah. it's just. It's more shit doesn't happen, if anything. You'll have to watch it. There's but... a YouTube channel that I uh, watch, and uh, they talk about this film a lot, and it does look really good. It is a, an amazing film. It's really beautiful. Like it will, kind of, it is kind of a rip your heart. Film. You, you, you'll see that as kind of a running theme through my list. But it is a I find it weird heart. though. They um, instead like so they both find out that the partners are cheating, yeah. and so instead they of going ballistic. Yeah, like yeah. that's just like in the in the real world now. You're like, I will kill you. <laughs> yeah, literally, like let's smash his TV up. Not like let's I let's think... try and have an affair with the person. But, it's but they're not well, trying to have an affair. Yeah, yeah but some, right I don't know. It's weirdly, it's weird. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's two thousand. It's two thousand. It's two thousand. Yeah, two thousand. Yeah, so... Also, that's acceptable now. <laughs> It's 21 years, so everything changes. I mean, 9-11 didn't happen at that point. Everything changed. Remember me didn't happen at that. Robert Pattinson was still alive at that point. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, yes, let's finish off number six, Mercedes. Cool. Uh, My number six is my first Julia Roberts film. My best friend's wedding. Julia Rob. Hurts. Hurts. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, my best friend's wedding. Again, it's just another really good, fun one. Um, you know, and there's a great cast: Cameron Diaz, Rupert Everett, um, I can't remember the other guy's oh, name. Crap, well filmed. Mm, my best Pardon? friend's wedding. Yeah. So, so they've got this great singing number Christmas. in it. They all sit around and sing, say a little prayer, which is fun. Yeah, and it's not like a simple like romance film. It's like you know, got twists and turns and. Things. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say I have never ever heard of this film ever. Never heard of my best friend's wedding. I've no. never heard of it. Yeah. yeah. Whenever I ever think of her, I think of uh, is it Pretty very Woman? Where... Yeah, which I'm pretty sure Mercedes will speak about later. <laughs> yeah, very yeah, young. Yeah, no, but, I, yeah, no, but like when it, well, it's actually got a better rating than Pretty Woman. It's really know. good fun, honestly. Like you should watch it. It's really good fun. Good laugh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Friend. We are at top five, finally. Aaron. My number five is a foreign film. It's called Mario. (laughs) Fuck off. No, he's not done. No, you haven't. No, No, he hasn't. I I I sent it to Jared as well, just so he knew what it was. (laughs) Aaron's joking, yeah. I'll show you later, Mercedes. You were joking, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it's La La Land. Young boys. Um, <laughs> yeah, La La Land. Number five. Just perfect. It's what it's what it's, it's a movie where like I couldn't begin to fault it. It's just it's so good. So Austin, oh, the ending they got that so fucking right. Mm. Like the ending to La La Land, they got that so right. Everyone over the age of like 40 says how bad it is, like at the end. So, anyone over the age of 40 is like, Oh, I've seen this film 100 times, and it's like, Shut up, everyone over the age, enjoy the film. I'd like the the end because they want like a happy ending with it, but like, oh, it's so good, like the way they did it. Um, 
but now nah, it's it's just a perfect movie. Like it looks amazing as well, and yeah, some of the best songs. Oh, the songs are amazing. Okay, yeah, my I num- go on. Look on, sorry. I'll no. go on to my number five. So you speak. Go on, off you go. I was just gonna say, like the the ending. Yeah, it's one of those things. Like I didn't like it, but I loved it. Like I, it's not what I wanted, but it's it was right. Mm. So, yeah. yeah. Okay, number five. You all thought it wasn't gonna be in here, but uh, if it can't be number ten, it has to be number five. Not even a little bit. Not even at all. <laughs> yeah. It is 10 Things I Hate About You. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You're yes. just too good to be true. Exactly. Well, what a moment. Can't take my eyes off you. R.I.P. And again, song. like, it's just an incredible movie. Like, Joe Scott, like, Heath Ledger, uh, Julia Stiles, the dad that's in everything. <laughs> I'm a joker, baby. Uh, but yeah, yeah I mean, and, uh, Secret World of Alex Mack. Yeah, like it's it's just brilliant. Like it's one of those films you could watch any day. It's just such a fun film, and the soundtrack's amazing, and it's just brilliant. And it's Shakespeare, isn't it? So there you go, Tame of the Shrew. Yes, it is. Jared, number five. I think we're all just I think we all love this film but we can't put it at the top yeah. I think it's well, just one I'm of pretty films. sure there's some people that haven't said it yet oh shit I thought you already it's not said on it. my list if it was like musical it, like, uh, sorry I forgot <laughs> sorry I um, forgot <laughs> this is yeah this is probably why it's number five for me as well like just what Aaron said I think it's the fact that it's um it's to me a prior, primarily a musical with love aspects, whereas like I'd say my top four uh, love films, well actually number three is probably not, but yeah. I think we already <laughs> know La La Land's good film. Yes. Yeah. And it's still one of the best cinema stories we'll ever have, Jared. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, if, if that, I mean, if that gets top it, topped, it has to be something like a fire. Like you know what I mean. <laughs> We all have to burn. <laughs> the IMAX sets on fire, like something like the the projector just falls or something like that. Okay. I think other, other than that story, like the worst I had was like um, Shrek. The sound four. didn't work or something like that. Shrek when I watched... had like subtitles. On, when I watched my dad, Fantastic, my dad Beasts. was fuming at it. And it was like subtitles. Like, and when I went to go see Fantastic Beast, the sound didn't work. I was like, Ooh. oh. Then they actually put the sound on there. And I was like, fuck's sake, why did I have to watch this film? Me waiting oh. till 1am to watch Star Wars. Is this the one where they didn't even start yeah, an hour later? In the other round. You could hear them at the other... That's Aaron's, yeah. yeah. I've been to Odin twice and they've left the light on. I've had to go and tell them to turn the light yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> well, I can't wait for that new cinema to come in back. But I'm so... RIP Odin, my IMAX opens. Like, yeah, I was going to yeah. like their screens at the Odin. It's so bad. Like Honestly, once you see IMAX... It's like, it's like a pick and mix. You never know if you're going to get a good suite. Yeah. When you you never know what you're going to get. <laughs> <laughs> Bring back Forest. <laughs> no, he got removed from our list. <laughs> um, so it is Jared did La La Land so Kieran. Okay. Number uh, another foreign film. <laughs> God, you love them foreign films, don't you? Korean Just film. sprinkle them in. 
He's there for our world cinema audience. From, yeah. From the Wales. <laughs> from, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. From the director of Old Boy is The Handmaiden. Okay. Handmaiden, honest to God. I thought The Handmaiden was a horror. No, no. It, no, no. It just looks like that on the case. Yeah, it looks like it gives off that vibe. Handmaiden is one of the most erotic romances you'll ever fucking see. It is like, it, it doesn't hold any bar, like punches. It doesn't pull away any punches. It is an amazing just kind of dissection of what, like, you know, like the distance of sexuality and shit like that and where it can go. And also it's like, I know I have to like, I have to do all these bullshit descriptions and shit like that. But, this is one of my favourite reviews I've ever seen. The title of this review on IMDb is Sublime Cinema. It's like Hitchcock with the extremity of old boy and the sexual condor of blue is the warmest colour. Mm-hmm. Honestly, that, <laughs> that is perfect. That's actually perfect. But it's like the romance element of it as well is just kind of... It's beautiful, mm-hmm. but it's like horrific at the same time because you're watching... It's kind of like people playing each other and kind of seeing like playing with feelings and emotion and you don't know exactly who to trust throughout the whole film and I will say that it's not like well yeah I would say that love is like an intense theme in it because but it's all but it's like the forgery of love as well because people are playing each other in it and like I say you don't know who to trust and you don't know who to root for you don't know actually who the bad guys and who the good guy you do know by the end but throughout the whole film i'm just like who who i don't know who i'm rooting for here but i think mm-hmm. that's one of the best but well it, it's what makes it such a unique romance in a sense and by mm-hmm. the end i was like it's not gonna lie well obviously it's like for one person well for a couple it's like the best ending you could ever hope for but for another couple it's like the worst ending ever <laughs> it's like really mad but honestly, it's it's a really amazing watch. It's a long film. I recommend watching the extended cut, but it is a really gripping, provocative, erotic. Like it is just my favorite will, kind of word. <laughs> it will up there with it, moist. Uh-huh. <laughs> it will. It will. Yeah, it's up there. It's definitely. Oh, you because it will make you moist. <laughs> That's oh, what you're say. Okay, Mercedes. Number five. <laughs> um, okay, my number five is um, what, one of the films I watched the most at uni. Me and my friend used to watch it over and over again for our girly nights. Glass of wine, and we had some Peters. One of the most quotable ones, uh, Bridget Jones's Diary. Oh, no. Just love it, man. I love it. so much. Well, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> well, I love it. <laughs> yeah, no, it's just... My mum so always fun. used to watch it and like literally she used to force me to watch it and I'm like, for fuck's sake. I, mean, <laughs> I don't love it as much now as I used to, but because it like meant so much to me previously and like me and my mate, we, she was like my best friend, we watched it all the time together and we just used to have such a laugh. And yeah, and the whole the whole Mr. Darcy thing and I love Pride and Prejudice. So, you know, Colin first great in it. I mean, um, Hugh Grant is Daniel Cleaver. Like up until then, he'd just been playing like, um, sweet pretty boys and then he, um, he came in and played that bad boy which was completely different for him 
So it was really fun. And the fight sequence is brilliant because it's like just completely what a fight sequence would actually be like in real life. Just a mess and all over the place. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I just like the, the reality of it really. It's fun. Okay, so we are in our top four oh. double A run. Right. So you know what I was saying about in like the the animated ones where like you're a certain age for space jam. Mm-hmm. If you are at that certain age for Space Jam, you're watching Space Jam like every day of your life. Monday to Friday, you get your weekends, you watch a bit of Space Jam again. And then you get to a certain age, you become 16, and then you find out about a film called 500 Days of Summer. <laughs> and then that, that film then becomes your Space Jam as an adult. And you live your life based on that film. Wow. I, I'm guaranteed there's so many people that watch that film like just like base their life on it. Like so many people talk, the young life. Uh, but it's just like everything. Back then. It was like, oh my god, this is like clicking his place. This is life. Um and it's just like it's such a good, such a good film. I really need to rewatch that film. I really need to. I'm- I've only watched it once a very long time ago, yeah. Yeah, again if I watched it, it could have gone back on there, you don't know. Cool. Yeah, I, yeah, let's read. Like, controversial opinion probably is like I hate hate Summer for what she did. Oh yeah, totally. <laughs> but everyone else is like in the complete other end. Like, uh, but no, I st- every time I even now I watch, it, I'm like that. That ain't right. That ain't right. But, <laughs> but it had to happen for her to become new girl. Yeah, and no, some uh, someone's a twat in that film for what she did, but. That's from his perspective. Like she was, mm-hmm. she still is a twat. Well, she but... says at the start. She says at the start she's not looking for a relationship. Yeah, but she wasn't. Though. That's the thing. She wasn't looking for a relationship. Well, yeah, I think then sometimes the relationship finds you. Exactly. Yeah, it just sometimes just naturally becomes yeah. a relationship. Nah, it's a, but, but amazing soundtrack again. And uh, in anyway, it's his own fault for being one of them. Oh yeah, uh, love is a fairy tale. No, it's not. There's mm. bumps and Travis, isn't that? I, uh, in college, we had the assignment of like doing our own sound work for a film, and I did the expectations reality scene. Yeah. I feel like everyone has done that because it's just one of them like easy, easy things, isn't it? Like everybody just loves that scene. Yeah. It's so oh, fuck yeah! It's that scene and the one when they're in the elevator. Yeah, like, if you look the Smiths. I remember that it was like that age though. It was when like I was first like discovering the Smiths, and I was like obsessed for like a while. And then you just like it kind of helps you in a way though, because like say if you go through a breakup or like it almost like sets your expectations, doesn't it? Because like if you go straight mm-hmm. in thinking, oh yeah, every relationship is gonna be like. You know, married at first sight, like it's just not. <laughs> yeah. One yeah. thing, the one thing I love about that scene is that you could put it with like we've all been in that position where we like that artist that we don't think anyone else likes when they re- when they really do, and it's like mm. you like that. Art. Like I can just Im- picture that scene with like I don't know him tra- listening to Travis Scott or something like that. She comes in like you listen to Travis Scott, like yeah, yeah. Like I think we've all had it with like our own kind of music taste and stuff like that. And when we meet someone who likes that obscure taste, we're like, holy shit. Like, people, well, people like them too. I've had that moment, and it's like, after seeing that film and then thinking, oh my God, this is it now. Like, this is yeah. like... Yeah, exactly. 
You got like, holy shit, could this be wrong? Bro, is that Mozart's sympathy? Is that Mozart's sympathy number seven? Yeah, yeah, I just rock out to it in the elevator. But, um, my number four, I'll only briefly touch upon because I'm sure somebody would like to, to talk about it later when it's probably their number one. But it is when Harry met Sally. Yeah, we all know who that is. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, again, like, I didn't watch it when it was on uh, Aaron's 2000s, 90s, and 80s list when he forgot what year it came out. But, you know, <laughs> and had that to change his year completely. But um, I watched it, obviously, after we did that list, so obviously it wasn't on my list, but it probably would have made the list. It was a great film. Yeah. And one of Billy Crystal's greatest roles. Billy. And, of course, the the scene in Delicatessen, or whatever you want to call it, however you pronounce the word. Delicatessen. Delicatessen, there you go. Delicatessen. It's just a great scene. Um, but yeah, I'm sure people will like to talk about it a little bit more later. So, Jared. Uh, number four, I've given it to her. Who? Her. Cool. Who? <laughs> For God's sake. You don't know what her name? Your, your name. What name? <laughs> name. No, uh, name. I, I don't know if anyone else has got her this high, but... Um, no, I don't, Still seen it. I, don't, I don't know. I don't know anyone else's. That's mm. not on my list. So. I've just uh, pre-ordered the soundtrack for it. It's literally just first time ever on Facebook. This is one of them films where it just is so weird, but so real. Mm-hmm. Like, I generally yeah. do see the future where we don't people have relationships people. at the first Yeah, we, we, yeah like, because... Yeah. yeah, yeah, you kind of... Maybe not to the same degree right now, but it's like maybe some people don't need that physical relationship. They just need that like companionship. Just need Alexa. It's yeah. weird. Like people And I know I know it sounds weird in the film, but it kinda like does make sense. And it's like he's like quite... he gets upset when he realizes that he's not the only one with the same person, but it's like Yeah. Yeah, you know I mean, I mean like, what were you expecting? I really like how um like his nod to um Sophia Coppola as well like it's definitely real like his ex-wife is it Rooney Mara plays his ex-wife yeah yeah and like um Scarlett Johansson's boyfriend in Lost in Translation the guy from Friends um like they're each other like they're Sophia Coppola and uh Spike Jonesy like they've literally like put them both in the films like this was like yeah. a to Lost in Translation, I was like, oh my god, that's amazing. I'm still quite intrigued because I know they changed the voice right before they released it, didn't they? Like, Scarlett Johansson took over from Samantha Morton and I like, did the voice of yeah. her. It was yeah. originally Samantha Morton, wasn't it? So, but yeah, and then like, uh, you can't, you can't not think of not Scarlett Johansson now, exactly. Like, yeah. when you do that, like, it's so iconic, but yeah, it's- you say that though, but I think if anyone put on that good voice of like a, a robot, you could have probably got along with it. Mm. That 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 one that role in her got her ghost in the shell. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. I feel like I just like, yeah. No, go on. It might be a bit controversial, but I feel like Joaquin Phoenix is a bit too Joaquin Phoenix. <laughs> yeah, I'll give it that. I get what you mean. Yeah. Like he's just like so overhyped. Like the whole Joker thing was embarrassing. Like 
Yeah, um, I could like, speak like, about that like it was like the greatest things where like grace the screen. Like, have you not seen Jared Leto in the new Schneider Cut trailer? Ooh, mate. <laughs> Long hair. The, the thing is, if you like, yeah, because he he obviously turned around and said, "Right, I'm not cutting my hair for this film now." He's like a bit too like wacky in this film, like. Really? I, well, I get what you mean, but it's like. I think nah, th- this film is like brilliant because it 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 feels like something that actually could. Ha- I love it when they take something that ha- we've co- we currently have this technology now, but not to the same degree. So like, take give it 10, 20 years. This probably is the future. Yeah, but the idea of it is amazing. But like the execution, like how he is and how all the people are so like hipsters. Like the world is literally like. A really, really like indie world, like how people dress and like act in it. Isn't, sorry, isn't sorry, randomly like Amy Adams and Chris Pratt in it as well? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Chris Pratt and Amy Adams randomly just appear in it. Well, Fat like, one's Pratt. his friend, Fat and then Chris one's Pratt. Not. Fat Chris Pratt. Mm. <laughs> is that no, okay? Now, Wakim just is himself, isn't he? Like he, he, he thrived on doing them like indie films, and he he, he acts like the Joker is an indie film. When it's clearly just a mass market film, mm. that's why he thinks Joker's the greatest film ever. It's like, oh yeah, it's a little indie film I've developed, and it's like, mm. no, it wasn't. It was like a massive character with yeah, massive. Yeah, yeah. The thing is with the Joker is that you can look at it as it has an indie aesthetic, if you know what I mean. Like it's not like you. Yeah, look but at I feel that. like every film is going for that now. It's like. Right, yeah. you're Avengers or you're not Avengers. That's what it is now. Yeah, you're Disney, yeah, you're not Disney. Yeah, you, you, yeah, you either proper, you pump millions into it, or you just be like, well, oh, it's a home film. No, we I need an epic. We need a good epic that isn't Disney. People said like, the Joker wouldn't be like, oh. Oh, like high. Is it? It is if like the DC films were good, like because like all the DC films are like so bad. Like everyone thinks the joke is amazing, but it's only just all right. It's just that the others are dead bad. Yeah, debatable. Okay, Kieran. Um, number four. I don't, I don't know if you guys have heard of it. It's I. Not gonna lie. I feel like maybe I'm trying to judge it whether it's case because my most recent film that I watched, I watched it about two months ago, but it still hasn't changed in my list. So I, but it is a film that. Um, ripped my fucking heart out when I watched it. It's called Waves. Wait, another foreign film. Wait, no, Waves is the. Is it not Waves? It's American. Isn't it? No, no, it's A two four. It's um, it's on Now TV. Yeah, I've heard right. it. Waves. It's got um. I was going. I was Randall from This Is Us in it. Um, <laughs> Aaron, do you Randall? Um, no. do you? No, I'm not doing that. I've, I've retired from that. Yum, 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 yum. Um, but like nah, that, Waves is like I cannot say what this film is about. I really can't because Waves. it's one. <laughs> Don't say it then. <laughs> but it's it, is, it will rip your fucking heart out. Like holy shit, you will feel like. I mean, give me more. You can't just say like uh, I can't I'll tell watch, you. I'll watch it. I'll watch it. Okay, so Waves. Give me a little bit more. In basis, it's. A young man's life crippling, like his young man's life and his relationship crippling down after he finds out, like, 
about a sporting injury and his girlfriend being pregnant. That's basically what I Okay, that's in, that sounds interesting because that does happen. And one thing that I really love about it, it's like a little small thing, but um, the aspect ratio changes throughout the whole film. The aspect ratio changes throughout the whole film and it gets smaller and smaller the more pressure he is under and the more he's about to crack. And it even goes into four by three at some one point. And, and it is so well told. And it, I can't say what it's about because it totally changes. Yeah, it totally changes. I would say definitely go into it blind, but you will get enthralled by it. The soundtrack is fucking amazing. It is, the soundtrack is amazing. Aaron, you'll love it. It has like fucking Frank Ocean, Kanye West. Like, honestly, you'd love Aaron. <laughs> um, and it is like, honestly, I, I, like that's the trap with this film because I don't want to say too much on it and I don't want to talk mm-hmm. about it a lot. I would hate to say it, but normally I don't like want to watch films after people talk about them. But like this is, some, I don't know, something about what you've said does intrigue me about this. Yeah, it honestly, it's on now TV, two hours. Like it, it even, it's like playing with two act structure as well. It does play with two act structure. It's not even, I wouldn't say it's even three act structure or maybe even six acts, maybe. But like, yeah, you'll, again, you'll have to watch it. But honestly, yeah, fucking, honestly, God, prepare. Fucking prepare. Okay. <laughs> okay, Mercedes, number four. Um, I'm going to change it. I'm going to change it. Yeah, okay. I'm going to switch my four and three around. Okay. So, number four is. Pretty woman. Pretty woman. Um, yeah, it was one of the, the first, like, probably romantic films I saw. Um, I think I watched it far too young. Um, I just remember being really, really young, like Georgie's age or younger, <laughs> and watching it because my mum used to put it on. And um, But I loved it. Like, you know, it was like the, it's the whole classic Cinderella style story, but it's probably a bit controversial these days. Well, she's a bit of um, a gold digger in a way, is she not? She's a prostitute. She's a hooker. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could call prostitutes gold diggers. I guess. Um, she chased that gold. I have a specific memory oh, of God. saying to my mum, like, as a very young kid, Mum, what's a hooker? And she just went, something you don't want to be. No, I love it like like in a, in a girly way because I love like the outfits that she wears in it. Like even like even like her hooker outfit is really fun. The opening scene is really fun with a uh, real wild child um playing the when she goes shopping. Shopping scene um, is like one of the best scenes. Like, it's brilliant and like the refuser because of what how she's dressed and then uh, she goes and like goes somewhere else and they serve her and she goes back into the place that refused and she's like you fucking big mistakes we are and it's brilliant the scene at the polo and like when that guy comes around to the the, the room and like tries to just like basically rape her um, and then Richard Gere comes and saves her and stuff yeah it's just great I love it Fun. we are at top three here we go Aaron uh, my number three is one of my favourite films of all time. Watching again and again and again, just like you could live the day again and again and again. Oh, uh, no. It's Groundhog Day. Groundhog Day. 
I love Groundhog Day. It's just like I, I could watch. How many it. times did he die? Um, I don't know. A lot. A lot of times. A lot. <laughs> but yeah, it's just like it's. I'm sure Groundhog Day's got to be the first of the Groundhog Day movies. And it's made so many movies yeah. since then. Um, it's, Palm it's, Springs is better. You up? Palm Springs Ooh. is better. No, they're all good, though. They all, everyone tomorrow is, the best. is good. Um, what did you say? Edge of Tomorrow. Happy Death Day is the best. Happy Death Day. Edge of Tomorrow is the best rom-com. No, it's the best um, Groundhog Day film. All of them have Bill Murray, though. If you want a story about Bill Murray, uh, Bill is overrated. Are you going to have this Edge of Tomorrow doesn't happen without Grand Hunter. <laughs> you want to talk saying. about Joaquin Phoenix being overrated? Fucking Bill Murray is supremely overrated. Hey, he's definitely not. Aaron's going to stab you. <laughs> he is. He is I still you, enjoy so. him, but he is overrated. He's very overrated. The best, he's the best like, Saturday Night Live actor. For oh. sure. What? What's that? Oh. For yeah. sure. Like, everything he's been in, he's like, well, he's been in, like, I'd say four tens. Like, definitely tens. You've included Space Jam in that. Iconic. <laughs> Lost <laughs> translation, iconic. Groundhog Day, iconic. Space Jam, iconic. Oh. <laughs> Zombieland. Zombieland. Zombieland is the only film I've liked in this. <laughs> um, okay. Groundhog. Jared's day. replicating his background right now. Just um, my <laughs> number three is Baz somebody Lerman. back mentions. Oh, sorry. It's Baz Luhrmann's Romeo and Juliet. It's oh, yeah. story, isn't it? It's Romeo and Juliet. Like I said, it's the only good thing that I actually enjoyed about English in high school. Oh, can please someone explain to me what like is Baz Luhrmann like? Okay. Yeah. Is he doing okay? He's or? got like weird films, hasn't he? I feel like him and like Lynch, just like um, again, I've, I've watched just talk, David, don't they, for a David, while? David Lynch, I think. I don't think I've watched David Lynch. Lynch them two just sit in a room and just talk about stuff, don't they? Oh, I mean, like, who hurt you? <laughs> but no, Roman and Juliet no, was one of the best things about GCSE English. It was the one thing that actually made me pay attention. It was a brilliant movie and. Like I said, Leonardo DiCaprio and Claire Danes, uh, the Desiree song when in the party scene is incredible. The music is amazing in it. The fish tank is the fish tank. Yeah, yeah. that's what I mean. When the when they're playing, loving you. He's behind you as well, Jamie. Yeah, he's there. He's behind. Oh, yeah. Nah, Good morning. <laughs> <laughs> Boycott. Yeah, yeah. You're, uh... hey, do I? I don't have a pot vinyl. Sorry, lads. Uh, <laughs> I, have, I, have a I have Sauron pot vinyl. But yeah, like Romeo and Juliet is amazing. It's one of those films, again, when I was younger, I used to watch all the time because of how good it is. And it's so portable as well. And the whole like, you bet you'll find me. You bet you'll find me, sir. It's a great film. And like I said, it's the best Shakespeare film. And yeah. It's. Uh, Name a good one. So bright and colourful and beautiful. Uh, Romeo and Juliet. No, no, talk no, about, like, about <laughs> other ones. Much yeah, about yeah. nothing. Great. Keanu Reeves, Denzel Washington. Oh, You're going to say Hamlet. Kenneth Branagh. <laughs> you know, Kenneth Branagh. Is it Hamlet 2000? Helena Bonham Carter 
is in Another one car is not in much to do, no. Are you sure? Uh, Emma Thompson is Emma and Thompson. um Kate Beckinsale. Yeah, that's such a great film. Let's do about nothing again, but um it's great. Yeah. I'm saying to all the viewers, boycott like high school teaching about Shakespeare. Let's get JK Rowling in the house. Let's get Alan Moore. No, no. I mean, the only dude would do that anyway. I, in I primary school, I did have Yeah, we did a Harry Potter in primary school. JK Rowling is re- rewriting the books that she wrote with words. Yeah, because in 2000, it came out, what, 99, 2000? Oh, I yeah, started you... primary school. I started high school in 2002, year six. I didn't have Harry Potter like, like, J.K. Rowling tried to make Hermione black because she got called out because there was no major black characters in a book. Just saying. Fair enough. Right. Get in Alan Moore, then. Like, let, let the kids read Watchmen. So, name one, oh my god, yes. In Harry yes. Potter, that isn't put in that book. V for Vendetta. That is the best English lesson ever. The Watchmen and V for Vendetta. <laughs> best English okay. lesson ever. Jared, what is your number three? My number three, I have gone for It's a Boat Sinking. It's a he... Boat Sinking. I absolutely love Titanic. Like, I was just um I think I think it's appropriate to tell this story because it's on Trove Tuesday. Is one of the first times I <laughs> all right. So when I was about 10, we went to this holiday cottage in the Lake District. And um Rapid. yeah, and there was no signal, there wasn't like an aerial, and they had like a couple of DVDs, and the one that was the best one there was Titanic, and it was the first time I watched it, and I just watched it religiously for a week, and my god, what a film that is. What's that got to do with Show Tuesday? Tuesday? Is it because you said I watched it religiously? Is that why? <laughs> no, 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 I'll tell you, I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Because when we're on holiday in the Lake District, there was an under like 14 Shrove Tuesday pancake race. So I had a pan and a pancake and I ran. And you had to run as fast as you can. And I was a quick runner, and I wouldn't be in 14-year-olds, but, like, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the relation to the story I was trying to tell. <laughs> but, yeah, Titanic, one absolute <laughs> animal of the film. Like. And to be fair, yeah, like... The great film. Yeah, the great. The love bit is actually not that boring. The bit when the ship, the ship starts sinking, my God, like, just keep going, just... <laughs> let them die just keep... I'm just tired. the only bit I really hate is the ending because it's been like kind of memes like oh she could have could have got on the I've been dead for 18 oh, years okay. <laughs> 88 years yeah um, she would have fit on it but it wouldn't it would have it would have capsized exactly it, so yeah. but like you know pe- you know people are like yeah the whole thing though like I said with Titanic it was the film that made Mercedes fall in love with me Oh, oh you have to tell the story then. You and Aaron messing around. Uh, HMV, what was it, Aaron? With Titanic in HMV all the time. Oh. <laughs> also, I, I really could not connect the dots then. Um, I put the diamond in the coat. I put the coat on her! <laughs> it's weird. Oh, is that how she fell in love with you? Like, really I actually fun. hated when you did that. No, I, I was like, I was stacking some DVDs and stuff. I was like, down, crouched down behind some shelves, and like, I just heard him do it, and I just like stood up and looked at him and just burst out laughing. I was like, yeah, 
You're funny. Oh. And then a million times later, you still funny. <laughs> that was it, yeah. yeah. Still great. And yeah, it actually came back to yours, Jamie, to see, is that actually a diamond in the car? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Kieran. Um, another depressing one. It Beautiful. is Ryan Gosling. Probably Ryan Gosling's my favourite performance by him. Don't say Blue Valentine. <laughs> oh. Look at that smile. <laughs> 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 it's La La Land 2 <laughs> it's the prequel it's Blue Valentine yeah. cool. oh, I fucking love this film so goddamn much like so much it is like wait, do you like not like Blue Valentine or is it just too heartbreaking <laughs> I didn't like it I, I yeah couldn't... I hated it and I really? I'll never get it. over the sound of uh what was it? Was it when he was like going down or something? Just the actual literal sound. I was just like, what? And it was just depressing just as well. Scene. Oh well, yeah. yeah definitely yeah. don't watch the lighthouse. Yeah, definitely don't watch the lighthouse. Blue Valentine. No, it, I think it was kind of because it was so. Because the thing is with romance is that you always kind of, you always kind of look at a relationship and. The downfall of it has never been like really the focal point. Like I watched this when I was like, how old was that? Like 17, 18, something like that. And and I think I was just hooked to it because it it kind of really showed in detail every what every romance really doesn't in that way. And it showed it in a way that that I felt like I could really connect with and that I kind of I just hated when every romance kind of focused on like good points, and even though Blue Valentine does and stuff like that, there's still like a greenness and an edge to it, which is like you know how this is going to end, you know that they're miserable, but you're watching it and you're kind of still like, oh, it's, you're still like excited for them to get together, but it's like in conjunction with them falling apart. It's kind of like a memento kind of thing where it's like one story is rising and the other one is kind of falling and shit like that, and. I don't know. I just, I still, one of the best like crying scenes ever is when like they're in the kitchen and they're talking about how they can't, um, like they don't love each other anymore or anything like that. And Ryan's like trying to almost persuade her. It's like, is this how you wanted our relationship to go? And it's like, almost sounds like you're speaking about parents. Is this what you want? <laughs> <laughs> what did you say, Jared? It sounds like you're speaking about marriage story, almost. Oh my god, yeah. story. I forgot about Marriage Story. I literally yeah, oh, yeah, because it's that forgettable. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't get into, I didn't get into Marriage Story. In my top 10 if it's forgettable, obviously. It is. I think I think well, yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. I it's it. not on your list. They, they even you made forgot a, about it. Marriage Story is yeah. that good that they made a sequel like four months later with that um, uh, Zendaya film, or whatever it's called. Oh, <laughs> that, yeah. The one that's shot in black and white. I've been yeah, reading about in the magazine. Oh. I'm looking so, forward Blue, to watching that. Well, Blue Valentine is better out of all three. I think he's, I think he's just the... Uh, uh, Vince Bourne and Jenny Franson in The Breakup. Wow. <laughs> I hate that film so much. <laughs> that's a great film. To be fair, we, we were looking at, like, just then, like, obviously, you, you mentioned all these films. Legally Blonde's class is a romance film. That should be an honourable mention. It probably should it's be in the top not, ten. not, though, because it's... It it's, says it's, romance... Yeah, but it's not about that because he's a dick and it's about her like overcoming no. that and becoming just her own person and being like, fuck you, I don't need you. 
Fair enough. So, it deserves an honourable mention. It says romance. <laughs> um, anyway, number three, Mercedes. Right, I'm putting Clueless oh. at number one. I've changed my mind. Clueless is great. Um, it's a romance. It does, yeah. It was on my honourable mention. Like, I, would, I wouldn't allow it, but... Anyway, my number I three is... I wouldn't. My <laughs> number three is Ten Things. Oh. I love it. So Ooh, again, okay. again, it's yeah, one of those one of those things. It's one of those films that I watched a million and million and one times when I was a teenager and in my twenties. And again, so quotable, um, so quotable. I oh, just love it. I burn, I pine, I perish. Uh, um, thinking about at the beginning, and yeah, it's just oh, it's just brilliant, absolutely brilliant. I loved Cat. Like I used to like want to be like Cat when I was a teenager, be all rebellious and that. And uh, there's great music in it again. And yeah, just great, great young actors that then went on to do brilliant things as well. That's one thing that's so cool about the film is all these like, I love films where like, you're like, you're going to be really famous, but you yeah. don't know it yet. Yeah, exactly. Okay, we are at our top two. Top two, baby. Number two. So what's your number, number two, two, Aaron? I can't believe I've got Angus Longs and Perfect Snogging on my list, but I've not got Marriage Story. Um, <laughs> Good. So, number two. Like, my number two and one, like, I hold, like, so, so high up. Um, but two is probably my fav- one of my favourite British films ever. It is... Nothing I knew it. I knew Hill. it. I saw it. Is there carrying it in the background? There it is. Oh, I forgot how much you love in Hill. Notting Hill, oh my God, it's so good. Like, Richard Curtis wrote some of the best rom-coms, like um, About Time, Love Actually, um, Four Weddings and Funeral, Notting Hill, and it's just, uh, this is his magnificence. It's like the ultimate rom-com. Um, you've even got Alec Baldwin in there. Like, Alec Baldwin. <laughs> but no, it's so, so good. And that soundtrack's great for it. Um, I just love the story. I watch it like all the time. I completely forgot about that and Four Weddings, both mm-hmm. brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Oh, the, I, the I scene when, like, Four Weddings is just... the most re film I've ever watched. Like on re, it's like your teacher just brings in the wheels and the teacher. yeah, do you not like remember when your teacher today. just was like, right, I can't be asked teaching Four Weddings and a Funeral. Uh, we've always wrote to Colorado. No, it was no, it was four weddings and a funeral, funeral because it's got yeah, because like oh, they get married, so it's God in it. No, but there's gayness in it. My RE teacher would never have allowed that. It. <laughs> it's not gay people. Just gay you went to like St Mary's, though, didn't you? So. Yeah, exactly. I was made to watch a video on abortion. I had to watch the first thirty minutes of the portrait of a lady, or whatever it's called. Is that what it's you called? Say, you say about like portrait lady. You say about abortion. In my high school, I had to watch the Baz Luhrmann film, Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, not going to lie, that was mine. So that was like the wheelchair kind of thing anyway. <laughs> mean Girls was the first it was time I like watched Planet was in a Earth. science lesson. In science, like, Ego is Planet Earth. It's the craziest film I watched in high school. It scarred me. What? Paranormal Activity? Yeah, yeah. What's that in high school? Yeah, I can't believe I... I mean, it's incredible. Like, it's one of the greatest, like, horror films ever. No, it's true, because, like, I would never watch that film. Yeah. (laughs) I would never, ever watch that film. Aaron, we need to get you to watch Paranormal Activity. 
Oh, he has watched it. That's what he no, said. He watched it in school. Oh, I thought he said you haven't. All oh, right. No, he said no, that that was the film he watched in school. Paranormal oh. Activity. Oh, I thought he said he like walked out of the classroom because he couldn't. Ah, <laughs> uh, no, I was like crying inside, but I couldn't. Like, like, no, couldn't not show watching. everyone. Yeah. Um, my number two is. On everybody's oh. list but Mercedes, it's La La Land. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Win now. Again, why is it always that? Why is it all? There's so many songs in that film. Well, I was doing things. I was doing City of Stars, but I couldn't whistle properly because my mouth's getting dry. City of Stars. Don't need to get you some vaseline. Imagine if James Gordon was in that film. How bad it would have been. Oh my god! It would have been so shit. It would have been better. No, it wouldn't have. Jamie fucking... He really if, he took, if he took John Legend's role, it would have been like, so much better. You can imagine, like, Damien, <laughs> he definitely had a meeting, like, the producers, right? You know, like, James Corden might be available. Is that, uh, let's get John Legend. <laughs> that's, that's actually the... Wor- that, I say I can't fault that film, but, like, the John Legend thing is, like, a bit pointless. But that song's great. Mm. I think it was just to throw that song in there. Still. Yeah, it was the worst song. No, the whole, the whole point of the John Legend bit pointless, yeah. that he's a sellout. Yeah. Yeah. It takes him away doing his thing. It's like half. And time. of course, one of the best scenes in the whole film is RM. Oh, it's the best scene. <laughs> I walk along the. Uh, you the... never make a true pianist request Iran. Oh, such a great. Great scene where she just dancing, watching him play the uh, the guitar. I almost uh, just a brilliant guitar. <laughs> you know the scene in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, where they're going up to the Manson House. Yeah, uh, not, not the Manson House, where the Manson murders took place. I really think that's the same place as they danced. In like, yeah, probably I'm like ninety nine percent sure. I watched it again recently. I might. Like, that's definitely the same street. That yeah, filmed. could be. I wouldn't be surprised. Um, but all of Hollywood looks the same. Hollywood's just got like the areas where it's like, right, this is where you're filming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So my number two is La La Land. Jared, what is your so number, number two? two? Right, I've given it to. <sighs> no one said it. I'm really scared that I'm. I mean, really... to be fair, like I'm the same because no, no one's going to say my number one. I'm pretty sure no one's going to say my number one anyway. I feel but... like no one's actually said my film yet, and this is without a doubt one of the best love films I've ever seen. It's about time. Oh, I said it. Oh, so Honorable yeah, mention. It's, I... it, how is no one put this in the like? Nah, Young Margot Robbie. Adams. Okay. Oh my god, Margot this Robbie, film. Yeah, Margot, Margot Robbie's in it. She's like her best friend. Shit. Yeah, I don't remember that. Well, no, she's like um, the boy that the boy. No, she's no, she's, she's the, the girl that thingy fancies. likes in it. Yeah, yeah, he fancies the guy, so he fancies her. Dominic Dominic Gleeson. It's not Dominic. Dominic Gleeson. Gleeson. Right, so he's got he's Dominic got this ability Gleeson. to go back in time. Yeah, we know what it's about. Yeah, I've seen it. <laughs> We've seen it. All right, well, you've all seen it. Yeah, yeah. it's very yeah, very yeah. good. Wow, like the so how how is this not one of the best? And Bill Nighy. Yeah, Bill Nighy's amazing in it. Mm-hmm. But the, the whole like story is so brilliant. I love the fact that it's like he has the ability to change every impact of his life, but instead of doing that, he just lives his life. Like you know what I mean? Like the whole fun of life. He is wants like... to get Rachel McAdams in bed, which you know he wouldn't. Hmm. No, no, I'm on about like you know the bit after that <laughs> where it's like right. Well, I could yeah. literally just you know what I mean. I could 
do things yeah. differently. But I, I, don't choose to... I just know, like, if Jared had that power, he's like, right, I'm going back in time. I'm gonna no, I'm, like, I'm gonna go like I can see now, like, um, what am I thinking of? Fucking the Buccaneers won the Super Bowl, just for example. I'm gonna go <laughs> back five years and say the Buccaneers are gonna the Super Bowl. Jared's that type of person that would go back in time, like this. bet on something, yeah, and then just come back with loads of money, just like, and then he out there, like I hate money. Okay, now I actually see the flaw of this film because. Matt, oh, his only man. motivation is love. I think there's money. Not <laughs> well, yeah. money. Yeah. Yeah. All, right, all right, this is not my number two. My number two is Shrek Two again. I love this film. So I just two. don't like the uh, changing thing, like the baby thing. I didn't really like that. You know, when he goes back in time, it changes his kids. It's called the butterfly effect. Oh, you watch Butterfly yeah. Effect. Watch that film. That's great. Oh, oh, that's that's horrible horrible film. film. It's like horrible such film. an early 2000s no. film. It's a good it's a great film. But yeah, it's that... a horrible film. They put a dog in a bag and burn it. Not going to lie. One of the best scenes <laughs> in it is when um, she does like, they're talking or something like that and legit, in a serious manner, she runs away and it's like, just leave me alone, and like runs away in like high heels and shit like that. And it's the funniest shit. No, no the best thing is like when he's like literally does the whole fireworks bit and just blows up and he goes back into like his present day and he's just there with no arms and legs, just like, send me back. Oh my god, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like what is it? Don't even. There's a rape scene in that film. Move on from that. I feel bad. I was gonna say, no, go on, Aaron, sorry. Is about time it is an amazing. It's good, yeah. I, I've, the Bill Nye scene where he dies, like I was actually with when really? my aunt's played by Nick Cave, like, I was literally crying my eyes off when that happened. Uh, and the scene where, like, I've uh, seen the flaws of the film, like, even talking about myself, I'm like, I love the film and the way the film goes, but looking at it, it's like he could have been Elon Musk, but he chose not to. Emily All he wanted was love. All he wanted was love, Jack. Yeah. Uh, I like the whole like dating in the dark thing. I, I remember that scene. That's yeah. the most memorable scene yeah, that I can remember. And he keeps trying no, to know, go just, back in like time to try and fix actually, it. Love actually was a bit fake, whereas this seemed a bit more real. Where he has sex like, with her, and then he like goes back in time and then has sex with her. Yeah, that's. Oh yeah. yeah. Talking so, about that film though, um, it's kind of came after um, what was it called? Time Traveler's Wife. Did you guys see? Time Traveler's Wife. Yeah, Time Traveler's Wife. Yeah. Because I read the book and then the film yeah. came out. Um, yeah, it was very good I'm as well. I'm intrigued to see what Jared's number one is now, though. Is that what you thought? Oh! Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Like, when you said number two, I was quite, quite surprised. I'm like, I don't know what your number one's going to be either. Have you, oh. have you guys seen The Fountain? No. No. The fucking Hugh Jackman? No, that is... He's like probably going to come out The Lake House next, isn't he? Jesus. I just said The Lake House. Oh, did you? Fuck's sake. Yeah. <laughs> That's a weird one. Yeah, yeah. he's got... Whoa. Well, guns. Well, at least I didn't pick four. Matrix Four. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so we are now on to Kieran. Mm. Kieran um, Kurosawa. Imagine if he did it. <laughs> <laughs> No, I called you Akira and Kurosawa. No, I'm wondering if Akira Kurosawa is doing a romance. So. I'll go and research it and then I'll put it on the list. Um, my number two is her. Yeah. I love her. So good. 
I love it. It's amazing. I get what Aaron's saying about the hipster thing and everything like that, but I genuinely like just love the concept and how it's portrayed and stuff like that and the portrayal of loneliness and kind of dealing with that. And not going to lie, we all kind of took on Scarlett Johansson's character as a real person at some point in the film, which I think is like, just goes to show like, if we can do that, then like it's not too far the reality of what Joaquin, Joaquin Phoenix's character went through in doing that. And we do it in modern day life, not just like with new apps and shit like that, but like, you know, most people fall in love and like talk to each other and like date without even, even met each other. All they do is call each other or like, obviously they've seen each other like FaceTime, but like, you know, it's not that far. Going like it is as well. Like, like it's going to be so much, even when this is over, it's going to be so much like less con- uh, like contact with each other. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's one thing I really hate because it's like, it's not going to go back to like how it was. It's going to be no. like, if I don't, if like, if yeah. yeah, like obviously I feel like we're your friends. You're going to be like proper like, oh yeah, yeah, friendly, friendly. But as soon as anyone who, like you're not really familiar with, you're like, oh, get the fuck away from me. Yeah. Whereas Joe's yeah, going to be mates with him sat on the floor eating a kebab outside the walkabout. To anyone. <laughs> <laughs> Once I'm vaccinated, I don't give a fuck. You know, Am I the only one who's job one. in this chat? Yeah. Sorry, yeah, we are well. key workers. You're vaccinated? I'm yeah, a key well, worker, worker isn't he? Half vaccinated. Yeah, I'm a key worker and I'm not vaccinated. That's because <laughs> Make your stack workers. shelves. But they're not. <laughs> Make your Yo, stack shelves. Yeah, to work. feed the people that need the food. Yeah, Where do you shop? Yeah, they How don't do you give feel a fuck nobody. about supermarkets? Why do you think I left? Yeah, that's true. Very good point. Um, anyway. So, Mercedes, number two. Uh, my number two is How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Because, again, so it's just like, one of my absolute favourites that I've... Um, yeah, How because it's brilliant. Like, How to Kill a Guy in 10 Days. How, How to lose, how a, guy to lose a guy. <laughs> Did I say kill? Oh, all right. Cool. How to lose a guy in 10 days. It's just really fun. And again, like, just prime, like, Matthew McConaughey in the uh, rom-coms. And yeah, I love Kate Hudson. And it is, it's that, it's that great, like, it's kind of, it would have worked well in, like, a classic Hollywood, you know, back in the day thing. I think that, that kind of, both try, one of them's trying to make them fall in love, fall in love. Like he's trying to make her fall in love with him for a bet, and she's trying to make him. Uh, she's trying to get rid of him for her article that she's writing, and it just so it's that cl- conflict and ultimately falling for each other. You're so vain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Girl. brilliant, and there's those nice little moments and those really great comedy moments as well. And uh, yeah, you kill our love fern. <laughs> Okay, here we are. Number one, Aaron's When Harry Met Sally. Let's go. There we go. Done. <laughs> <laughs> That's, uh, one of my favourite films of all time. I love When Harry Met Sally. Um, Only me and you have said it so far. I think it's, I said it in my own momentums. I think it is like the ultimate rom-com. I think it is like everything stems from that. Um, it's I don't know. It's just amazing. Absolutely amazing. I love it. Yeah. Well, I watched it again the second I watched it the second time recently because when I first watched it, I didn't enjoy it. Um I can't remember when that was now, it was years ago. And um after you guys did one of your podcasts. In the 80s one, yeah. About it. Yeah. And um, we sat down and watched it, didn't we, Jamie? And I really enjoyed it second time around. 
Is that on your list, though? No, on the list, because I've only seen it twice. <laughs> okay. My film is going to blow all of your minds, because it's like, why the fuck is this on his list? But oh, you were talking... You was talking before, Kieran, about a film that you go into with no expectations and you watch it and you just get completely blown away about how amazing this film is and it is yeah. Crazy Rich Asians. Okay. Oh my what? God, I'm blown away with how... It's your number one. Is my is number one. What a oh, film what? Crazy Rich Asians is. What blew you away about that film? I absolutely loved it. I went into it with like no expectations and I absolutely loved it. It's like, I think... In 2018, it's probably my film of the year. Like it was really high on my list. I absolutely loved it. It was amazing. Oh, yeah. Like the story of it. Like I said, Henry Golden was amazing. John Chu, um, who hopefully we'll talk about at the end of the year as well as director. But um, yeah, it was just absolutely amazing. It goes to it like all the way through. Like he's he just like leaves a bee. Like he, he takes her to like a, a country she's never been before with people who are like dead hostile with it and he just leaves it like most of the time to like do it yeah do everything herself <laughs> but again i get orcafina is amazing in it ken He's jong good. is really good in it as well and the soundtrack again like i know it's mainly korean or but it's just amazing like the version of um yellow isn't it yeah the version of yellow when he's on the plane uh, towards yeah. the end is just amazing like I was blown away with how much I actually adored this film and yeah uh, I think it's one of the most films that's taken me by surprise and I absolutely love it they certainly are crazy rich and they are yeah. and they there's are a second ready. one coming out at some point I don't want a crazy second one it'll ruin it really <laughs> the crazy the, the super rich Asians it's a super rich age. <laughs> um, but yeah, that is my hot take on number one. Jared? My number one, you were like, oh, what's it going to be? It's going to be the obvious one. It's 500 Days of Summer. Oh, not shit. obvious. Huh? How is that not obvious? That is without a doubt the best rom-com ever. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. It's, it's just, on two oh my voice. God, I feel like everyone like, has had that breakup moment, like, right? Fuck you, Summer. I Summer's like the girl that you're thinking of, yeah. But then, like, you, you watch that film and you're like, you know what? Was it just me or was it, like, them? Like, you know what I mean? That's what I think this film does really good. It just makes you think, like, maybe it wasn't their fault. Like, maybe it just wasn't right for them. And it's like, you know what I mean? Like, he was so fixated on Summer that he would only accept Summer as the answer. And it's like, you almost led yourself to have this issue. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. But, Every yeah. time I go to Ikea, I do the scene as well. <laughs> Kevin, uh, what you know Asian invasion have you got here? It, no, it's a, you love that's... the Asian invasion. <laughs> <laughs> He's so happy about that. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, it was Aaron who coined that term. <laughs> yeah, but you appropriated it, James. <laughs> um, it was in my nineties, like it was number two or three. Oh, I know um, what it is. Yeah, I don't know why I'm yeah. thinking about it. Of course, it's before sunrise. <laughs> before sunrise. Yeah, unless you want before sunset. 
No, before sunset, really, honestly, that whole trilogy, I would, if I could put that whole trilogy on this list, I would. Like, in terms of, like, one slot, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, what I wanted to do with Lord of the Rings. Um, <laughs> but, um, honestly, yeah, I've said, en- I've said enough on it on my 90s, but Before Sunrise, not only one of the best rom- romance films of all time, but one of the best movies of all time. It is um, great. I yeah, it. it's I just... I love it so much. Yeah, the same film. I said the other day, I was like, can you imagine like watching it when it was just the one film, like watching that film when it first came out yeah. and then waiting and then that being it and being it, like, being oh. Yeah. Well, the weird thing is, is that because Richard Linklater, because he's really secret about his films, like he could, he could be, be doing it one now. Yeah, I know. If I could go back to like any film ever, it would be 500 Days of Summer. Like, like in a version like now. It'd be so good to like go back to it. Yeah, I feel like what that is like one of them the films that like it's like they've grown up because the people like like oh, I said, yeah, yeah. it's people of a certain age that lo- love that film. We're all like older now. They're yeah. old. It would be a perfect time to just do a sequel. It's just basically New Girl. No, it's not. <laughs> Jess. Like... Jess is nothing like Summer. <laughs> New Girl Peter <Peaked> Prince. <laughs> They're both quirky, but they're also very different in the romance aspect. It's Jess. Honestly, I used to be in love with Zoe Deschanel. I am in love with her. She's amazing. Right. So I've guessed Arrington Kieran's Mercedes. I'm thinking it's... You and Aaron will know mine. Easily. Well, I think it's you, but male. Oh. Yeah, it is. Male is so good. It's so good. It's got... Oh, it, it, it's one of the films that made me fall in love with New York. Right, I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have to uh, find a DVD case that is normal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's on Netflix, but okay. Yeah, I was gonna see. Yeah, I think it's on Netflix. Right, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna watch this film and tell you how much I enjoyed it. I, I just I just love it so much. It, it shows it shows New York off beautifully because New York is like a character in the film. They talk about it um, all the time throughout the film, and there's just so many great quotes like. Um, at the beginning, don't you just love uh, New York in the fall? Makes me want to buy school supplies. I would send you a bouquet of newly sharpened pencils if I knew your name and address. Like, one of my favourite quotes ever. I just I don't, I don't want to shit on this film because I'm not seeing it, but I just love the idea of, like, all these messages, but in between it's going... <laughs> <laughs> well, we were there, the we went to all the sites, didn't we, Jamie? We, 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 we ate at Cafe Lalo, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they've, got like a massive, they've got like a massive you've got mail stuff outside it saying it was filmed here this is what they did <laughs> we got the side, pictures from the film yeah. yeah we went to Grey's Papaya yeah Grey's Papaya everywhere and uh, we even went to like the, the park right the, the supermarket the supermarket that they go to wow. <laughs> we've got a bag yeah. for a yeah I showed her uh, I showed her uh, behind you and uh, she was like yeah but they're just cheating on like the partners and I was like oh yeah yeah, but they're not happy in their relationships and neither are the partners. Spoiler. No, that that's that's what justifies it. Justified. It does justify it, but like it is wrong. Don't do it. <laughs> it is wrong, but it was more, more I was watching something else the other day and I was like, I was really thinking that when I was watching that film, whatever it was. If you're not happy with them, don't be with them. Yeah, exactly. Were you not yeah. thinking that would be for sunset? No, it was something else. Something yeah, 100%. Like, like if you're not happy with them, don't be with them. Like, don't, well, yeah, don't cheat before you've even 
Well, well this is this they're not like physically cheating they're messaging which is still obviously not right it's emotional all right so i'm, I'm gonna go on tinder now yeah i know exactly mess- i'm gonna message a bird and be like oh i can't see a face but like, it's not it's not yeah, that bad it is wrong. in the film they like they like hide the laptops and stuff like that yeah exactly yeah you, yeah. you do watch it back now and you're like oh okay so now, now you turn the film into like a film that I maybe don't want to see because well, I don't the same thing happens as well. The same thing happens in Seattle. Um, Meg Ryan again, like she's like in the cupboard, like on the phone talking about this other guy while her like fiance is upstairs in mm. bed. Like when like Goose has only just been dead for like five years. <laughs> I, I hate how they justify these like, oh yeah, I'm cheating on my like partner because I'm not happy in my relationship. It's like. Yeah, like, I know. Julia Roberts is cheating on Alec Baldwin at the time she like kisses Hugh Grant in Notting Hill. It's true. I'm really annoying me now that I can't remember what I was watching the other day. It must be that just... like relationship thing though, because I th- isn't it the thing like you're more desirable when you're in a relationship because you're more difficult to get or something like that. That sounds yeah, like that? Yeah, Kenneth Branagh in it. It is that thing, you know, in films, isn't it? Like when when someone's with someone else, it makes it more interesting. Well, they justify it though, don't they? Because like, oh, he was a twat. It's like, uh, well, yeah, if you're going to betray him like a twat, he was a twat. But you obviously get with him. The other way around, like La La Land and 500 Days of Summer, do it the other way around where... Exactly. They don't go for the people that they're meant for. Like they go for the people that like, that's like better for their life. Exactly. Where like... You've got mail when Harry met Sally. It's like the opposite way around. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's you've got so, the mail. That is the end of the list. We have our results oh. just missing out. It's kind I'm of happy, a, I'm happy to go with whoever won because I feel like we all went random here. It's yeah, kind of won. an awkward one because if you count yeah, my be if you count my five points for before sunset and add that to before sunrise. It jumps to like second, but before sunrise, just misses out on the top five. Doesn't matter. Yo, <laughs> you want for the team? No, it's <laughs> so before sunrise, just misses out. Um, in fifth place with fourteen points is ten things I hate about you by a point. Um, in fourth place is you've got mail with fifteen points. Nice. Third place is her sixteen points. Tied second with 17 points is 500 Days of Summer and When Harry Met what? Sally. Tied which means oh my God. I was like loving it. <laughs> is La La Land with 25 oh, points. Oh, okay. Oh it's God. obviously going to win because you all had a list. It's on everybody's list, but Mercedes. Yeah, those three films are the best fucking films going in my list. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, tied, tied second. Aaron's buzzing. Uh, 500 Days of Summer when Harry but, Sally, La La Land is the winner. But what I would say about La La Land, though, it's a musical, though. Like that, It would have been my number one, but like it, it, I do just see it as a musical. I think this is it. We all put it so low on the list to try and make it not number one, but because we all had it on the list. And it's like third. It. I, I love I had it. I it second, thank you. I love it. But like, it is like I, I don't Jamie know. Jamie didn't get the memo. I think it's a very 50 50 movie for me. It's like, it's not 100% a comedy and it's not 100% a musical. It, I mean, comedy, I mean, romance. 
but it's like a perfect blend of the two. Like I would happily put them in both categories, but they're. But I don't but think. It is it, a very I think if it will it win best musicals when we do that eventually. That's oh, what I mean. Ooh. Like it will yeah. win that though, won't it? It's obviously gonna win that. Yeah, it's gotta win that because. Uh, I reckon that side and just give it marriage story. If you can't if you can't all your your Disney films then surely if we leave Disney's out because that's yeah. Disney. what was the uh, gap between La La Land and uh, La La Land got twenty five five hundred days and when Harry Matt Sally got seventeen so there was an eight point all right well there you go that one end yeah. of <laughs> <laughs> however if I did pick before Sunrise, that would have finished second with 18 points. Yeah, but would it have finished first? No, it would have finished second above 500 Days of Summer when I met Sally. Where, where so you <laughs> I'm really surprised 500 Days of Summer did not win. I'm not. I, I was... There's only on two people's lists. I was like, really? Was... There's only on Aaron and like, Jared's. Um, that is the best moment. Again, I think what I think what us three said, as in Mercedes, Kevin, and myself, would be if we watched it more recently, it might have gone on our list. But it's been ages since we watched it, so it it's wasn't one of the, it wasn't one of those films that I was like, "Oh, I need to watch this if I'm doing this list." Yeah, I mean, if you when I think I've if you've never been in that mindset of that film would hit you, then there's no point watching it because watching it's it now. Like, you'll get a different interpretation of the film. It's definitely the most realistic, I'd say, out of all of them. Slumdog Before Sunrise. I've just seen Slumdog Millionaire. I've not seen Before Sunrise. I've just seen that. You really need to see it. Before Sunrise is just basically just two people having a conversation walking around the city. That's literally just basically like half of the script is... No No one said Annie Hall, have they? No, because it's Woody Allen. And for good reason. <laughs> yeah, why would I want to support someone who sleeps with his daughter? <laughs> I was going to use the end word, but I didn't. So, yeah, the winner of musicals is La La Land. Of musicals? Oh, sorry, of oh, romance, God. sorry. Well, Just it's thinking. Moonlight. It's, moonlight. <laughs> it's Moonlight all over again. Rigged, I'm excited rigged, to do rigged. musicals. We will rigged. do musicals at some point, but will our we? next one, I believe, is adaptations of comic books. Yes. You know what, right? Ooh, I can't read. The first time, what a film I is. <laughs> what is? Sorry? <laughs> yeah, so comic book adaptations are your... Marvel, DC, you've got other stuff graphic like Viva novels. Vendetta, graphic novels, Scott Pilgrim vs. The World. Anything that's been adapted from a comic book counts. So that is our next one. You also have the draft to listen to as well, which will be uploaded as a bonus episode. Find out what films we picked would be the best films of 2021. Half of them probably won't come out, but there we go. <laughs> so thank you very much, guys. Thank you. Oh, thank you.